Hello and welcome to show 29 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Uh, With me tonight, I have Chini. Yes, right. Okay, um, what I'm going to do, right, I'm going to start Limbo now, the game Limbo on Xbox Live Arcade. I'm going to press start uh, in, a, in like 10 seconds or whatever, and then I'm going to say when I've finished it, because people have been saying that this game is very short. I've played it through about two or three times. Uh, so I'm just going to do this little experiment. Hello, my name is Chidi. I'm pressing start now. Okay, are you going to die less than five times, can I ask? Probably n- no. no. <laughs> oh, you just distracted him. He just died. I, I probably did. Wake it up at the moment, the forest. And, right. and we've also got Duke. So you think you're bad with your rap? Well, I'll tell you, Pilgrim, I started the crap. When you were in diapers and wetting the sheets, I was at the Ponderosa rapping to the beat. Da ha, da ha, da ha, 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 ha. What the hell was that? Yeah, I've, 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 I've no idea. That said, he like Yoda the Third. It did. A lot. That's <laughs> <laughs> rapping Duke. Uh, that was a classic rap track. It came out like 1984 or something, and it was this guy rapping like John Wayne. The whole thing is like East Coast, West Coast, Texas. It's really weird, but it's a classic. Oh, why's he gonna be there? There you go. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off this week with an email. We've had an email, right? This but... podcast. No, no, we do emails at the end. No, 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 no. This is only a quick one, but I thought I'd start with this because it, it made me laugh. This podcast uh-huh. is about video games. I know, I know. By the way, twenty nine, twenty nine uh, is the number of letters in the Turkish, Finnish, Swedish, Faroese, and Norwegian alphabets. Excellent. Thank you yes. for sharing that. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we've had a, a quick email. We have got some more emails, but they will be towards the end of the show. But I thought I'd just do this one first because it's from uh, Stu Leckie. Stu Leckie. And he, he sent us we a had an email from him last week, right? I know, but this is only a very quick one. So, I was out driving in the middle of nowhere in southern Alberta for work yesterday and saw this signpost. I wasn't going to drive the extra 31 kilometers to get close enough to see what sort of dump of a village it was, but it made me laugh, Stu. And the signpost was for a, a town or city called Chin, <laughs> which was uh-huh. which was uh, uh, 31 kilometers from where he was. And uh, I don't know what he's trying to say, but he's insinuating that because it's called Chin, it would be a dump. So, if it was looked after a bunch of people like me, then yeah, it would probably be very, like, none of the DIY would be done. I'm terrible at DIY. Uh, nothing would be finished. You know, I'd start a lot of things and never finish them. I'd forget people's names, so no one would know each other's names. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be a great place. No, probably everyone's just called Chin there, is what I yeah. think. It's like the Republic of Chin. Yeah, the Republic of Chin. There like you go. Fall, the Republic of Dave. Yeah. Exactly. And it's in Canada, so there you go. Um, oh, Canada! Okay. <laughs> Thank you for who that. Was that who, who, who was that who wrote in and found... Stu Leckie. 
Stuart. Oh, that's right. I, t- I should have took a picture of it. That would have made my day. But no, there is a get... picture. There is a picture. Oh, is there a the picture? Sample. Yeah. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Well, will, has will... it got two ends or one end? No, only one, I'm afraid. Ah. Uh, right. Uh, Nearly. Yeah. It's close. It was close. So many people spell my last name with one end. I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not Chinese. <laughs> I don't know. know who would do a thing like that. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm home alone, by the way. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Uh, some burglar's going to come round. Like Joe, Joe Pesci's going to come yeah. round. I know. Yeah. You think I'm funny? <laughs> I'll make you laugh <laughs> like a clown. Um, yes, I'm home alone. My my wife is uh, at her sister's in Leicester. So that means two things. So uh, one, I, I get to finish games, usually. Yeah. And and two, I get to walk around the house in my pants. Brilliant. Yep. In Next fact, topic. I know. In fact, no. Just I need to say I am sat here. No, we don't want to hear about you walking around without pants no, on. I'm actually naked recording the podcast tonight. Yeah, I'm always naked though. Yeah. Just. Yeah, I know, and I have to sit here in this room and look at the two of you, and I'm <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> just because I can. Just because yeah. I can. Just That's great. <laughs> you know what else you could do? You could stick a sausage in your ear. <laughs> well, I could do that. You could also drive with your feet, but you don't. <laughs> Actually, hey, Chris Rock. actually, to be fair, I could do with a sausage in my ear right now. Why is that? To, to stop my brain dripping out after watching Primer. <laughs> Yay, Primer! Uh, yeah, God, Chinny, you got to see that movie, dude. I, I know, love it. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. So what are we uh, doing out here? We're looking for the cat. That's what she misses. She misses the cat. We're supposed to look for the cat. What? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, worry, Stu's seen it. He knows exactly what scene that's from, but it doesn't make any more sense to him either. Nope, <laughs> it makes no sense at all. My my <laughs> brain melted. But we had a good ta- conversation before you showed up. We Jimmy. did. Everybody should watch Primer. Skullduggeru knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right, games, games, video games, games, games. Uh, Duke, games. Have you been playing any games? I have been playing games, even really? though I was on vacation. I wouldn't have a chance to play any while I was on vacation. Uh because I was on vacation. I was on holiday, as you all say. And uh, I didn't bring anything with me. I had my iPod, which has Trivial Pursuit on it, but we didn't play that at wow. all. <laughs> but uh, what I did do, I had a great achievement. Okay. Blunk. Yep. Yeah, sorry. It took me a minute because I got the new soundboard set up. So... Wow. All right. Wow, that yeah. was a hell of an achievement noise. <laughs> yeah, oh. I got like six of them. In fact, I leveled up. All right. Um, no, I finished Metro uh, 2033. Well, have you finished that already? Well, oh, I finished book. the book. The book. I finished the book, yes. And the book is awesome, and I love it, and I, I gave it five stars on Goodreads, and I just really – man, I was really impressed by that book. So I'm really – I went as soon as we got home, like before we went to pick up our dog from the place where we were boarding our dog, we stopped off at the mall so I could get the video game and uh, – I started playing it, and it's really a lot of fun. I'm having a good time with it. I like how you prioritize. You like, yeah, exactly. Dog, dog or game. Dog, uh, yeah. Whatever. He's probably right. having the time of his life. Do you know, <laughs> do you know I thought then you were going to go, and I started playing the game, and it's horrible. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. I'm really liking it. It's very tough. It's difficult. And I'm not good at conserving ammo, as we all know. So maybe I should have put it on easy, because I've had to do certain sections like ten times. Um, but, but the nice thing is you can swap to easy while you're playing. You don't have to stay on the same uh, that's hardness. No, I was thinking about it. I, I'm, I've kept it on medium so far. And I, I, I think it's. I got I to a certain bit where I just got killed over and over again, on, yeah. and I just dropped it down to easy. 
I'll probably end up doing that at some point, but so yeah. far I'm looking to take on the punishment as much as I can. Yeah. Um, they, I'll tell you the biggest difference is that they've added a lot of monsters and like bad guys. Cause in the book, okay. In the game, there's these creepy crawlers that come out of the middle of the tunnels and they go attacking you. Rah! Um, those don't really exist in the book very much. I mean, there's a few here and there, but not nearly as much as in the game. And, the bandits, they, they don't exist in the book at all. I mean, there are people who steal things, but there really aren't, you know, the swarms of bad guys with guns who want to shoot you as soon as, as, soon as they see you as there is in the game. Uh, the Nazis and the communists aren't really at each other's throats in the same way. But, I mean, whatever. I don't really mind that change because it, it you know, it would be kind of a dull game if it um, yeah. didn't have that sort of thing, right? I will say that I expected it to be a little more of a sort of survival horror kind of like – you know, tension-inducing thing, and there's a lot of tension in the game, no doubt. But I think they went a little more in the direction of adventure, shoot 'em up type of thing, and yeah. stealth is also a big part of it. But that's fine. I mean, that's a you know sort of artistic decision, and I don't really begrudge them that. I really like how the sound and the music in the game are com- composed mostly of like things you might hear in the metro. Uh, yeah. You know, like banging on pipes and the sort of weird echoes and stuff. That was really good. And I've been playing it with headphones on, so I'm really in the middle of the environment and stuff. And my wife is reading the book right now, so I'm nervous. Like, I've got the audio on Russian, so it's not likely that she'll overhear something. But I'm nervous that something will come up on the screen that will give her spoilers about the end of the book or something. And so, well, look, well, I look, wouldn't know because I've obviously not played it. But can I can I just ask you? Did you did you fall for the prostitute's wily charms? I didn't. I saw her standing there, and I, I was like, Yeah. Did, did you interact with her? Because I don't yes. think I saw her enough. Yeah. I yeah. Was, huh? And what I happened? Was lewd and pervy. So I thought, Oh, uh-huh. what happened? I'll, I'll tell you what happened. I got sucker punched, and all my stuff got taken off me. That's what happened. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. my, first, my first date. Yeah. And do you know what was the worst <laughs> thing about it is I never mentioned it when I played it because I've, I was quite ashamed of myself for, for yeah. falling. <laughs> sounds, like my first, sounds like my first date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, there's a good intensity. You know, it's like there's moments where it's like I can't stick my head up because they'll take me out and I got three bullets left. I got to make them count. And there are certain points where like this one firefight I got into, I survived it only by rushing at the guy full tilt, headlight off, just racing at him and stabbing wildly in the air because I had no more ammo, and I knew he had a gun, so I'm like, ah! Stab, stab, stab! And I managed to kill him and uh, I wish you could scream as you do it, because that would be good. The other thing I really like is, <laughs> you know, um, kind of The like... atmosphere I liked about it. I thought the atmosphere yeah. was great. It's got a really Absolutely. cool feel to it. And, and you know, in that book, that uh, Extra Lives, the Extra Lives book, he talks about how Far Cry 2 did some good things in terms of making every part of the game rather than having, like, a standard HUD. And this is true about Dead Space, too. Like, there's ways of representing those things in the game. Uh, the health, you know, on the, the character health bar, on the, on the Yeah, spot, exactly. You know? Right, right, right. So they do that in this game, too. So, like, your your missions are written on this little journal, and you can pull that up and then pull up your uh, a little lighter to see what says on the journal and... Um, um, you know, it kind of sucks when you're using the journal, which has a compass as well, to show you which way you need to go. And then suddenly there's monsters jumping at you, and you're like, ah, switch back to guns! Um, but also, it has on your watch, it shows you how much time you have left on your gas mask, but it also shows you uh, how visible you are to the enemy. The green is not very visible. You're completely invisible to the enemy. Yellow is you're kind of visible, and red is you better watch out because you're about to get shot. Uh, and I really like that. I thought that was good. It's very helpful to have that because we all know how much I suck at stealth, so... Did that you was... did you figure out how to put your gas mask on and then take it off? 
I did partly because <laughs> first of all, I don't know if they did an update or something, but while it's loading the different sta- stages, it keeps putting up these little tips. And that one came up like twice before I even used a gas mask. So Yeah, I, I don't remember like, it doing that with me, I must admit. It took me ages well, to work out. Like I said, it might have been an update because they got complaints about it. But then you had mentioned it, and then I wanted to buy the game. The guy who sold me the game, who was a former student of mine, how strange is that? We were clear <laughs> across uh-huh. town. I expect to be able to avoid those people when I'm across on the other side of town. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. I mean, it's great to see them, but it's just creepy, man. Everywhere I go, it's like, hey, Mr. I'm like, ah. Anyway, um, he was like, listen, it's not going to tell you, so you need to know that to turn on your gas mask, you do this. And I'm like, okay. So it hasn't really been a problem at all to do gas that was mask. Very, that was very helpful of him, though. It was, it was it very was. nice of him. Yeah, he's a great he – I remember working with him. He was a great kid. I really liked working with him. So, um, And the other last thing I have to say uh, is – oh, the other thing that they changed about the book is that in the book, they rarely go up to the surface. Like they almost never go up to the surface. So that was weird to suddenly be going up to the surface. I'm like, what is this? Nah. Um, but, you know, whatever. The flying things are in the book, and, uh, yeah, it's 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 fair. I don't really mind that too much. I, I One, really like the references to Stalker, you know, because yeah. he, the first time – is it the first time you go up and you find a Stalker body on the on the ground? Yeah. Like, oh, cool yeah. is that? Sure. And um, I will say that there are some tightrope bits. You know, you're walking on a precarious piece of metal, and I don't really like those things. I mean, in a way, it's not too bad, especially because it was sort of in the middle of a... There, you know, there was this stage where I had, like, fought seven different enemies and then cleared out this area, and then I was like, okay, I'm supposed to go this way, but there's no, there's no bridge in this direction, so how am I supposed to go ahead? And it wasn't really clear what I was supposed to do, and then I had to kind of jump down and move left and move right. And they are doing some good things with, you know, trying to, you, you sort of putting you in a situation, and you kind of have to figure out how to deal with it. And there was one where the guy was opening the door, and there was this weird wind pulling me in the other direction, and I was like, what am I supposed to do? And um, that was crazy. Oh, that was one of the weird, because you got these weird dream sequences. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's not really clear what you're supposed to do, but I, I like it all right, because it's it's sort of like, okay, I died, and then I'm like, all right, I guess that's not, I'm not supposed to just sit there. Uh, and, and it's just sort of like, you know, there's a little bit of puzzling. Not really, but, you know, a little tiny bit in between all the ducking bullets and stuff. So, that was exciting. Other things I've been playing. Um, I went nuts and downloaded a bunch of uh, arcade games. I don't remember why, but I was ended up looking in the arcade, and I was like, I haven't, I've been meaning to try these. So, I played Res HD. Meh. It was okay. How can you say that? I love that game. It's it was all right. I mean, I didn't have anything against it. It just felt like uh, it wasn't a very compelling experience for me. Uh, I downloaded I think, the Rocky and Boinkle arcade. Did you, did you just play the demo, though, or did you play the whole game? I played the whole demo of Resident Evil. Yeah, that, yeah, you don't really, until you get to about the second and third stages when it really ramps up. And, the, and it's the boss fights at the end of each level that are so cool. Okay. So you don't you don't really get a feel for it until you really get moving on in the. Well, I guess I'll never get a feel for it because I'm not yeah. playing the game. Anyway, um, I bought the Rock and Boinkle. Uh, I, I tried it, the demo of the arcade game because I love Rock and Boinkle. I'm a big Rock and Boinkle fan from way back. Um, but the game is horrible. It's all these little micro games, and it's just like oh, it's God, literally like yes. 15 seconds of like Space Invaders or something, and that's it. <laughs> okay, now do this other thing, and it's like. I don't know. It was just dumb. It's clearly designed for very, very young kids, but I was unimpressed. And it was sad because I was like, oh, a Rocky and Boinkle game. Yay. Anyway, um, Limbo. Played Limbo. A lot of fun. Bought it. I haven't, I've only played the demo so far, but I will be going back. How, how cool does the demo end? 
Yeah, I was. I, I, you know I downloaded weird? it just so I could see what happened to, to, to him. You know what's happened. weird? I, 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 I don't actually know what happens at the end of the demo because, I mean, are we just giving spoilers or is this like something with the demo? Do? Yes. You can yes. Just, okay. Uh, so my guy got trapped by in like spider goo or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I was trying to get out. I didn't yeah. know if I could or not. I mean, I assumed I couldn't because, like, when you jump in the water, for instance, you just sink. And I was like, what is that? I'm trying to swim. Um, so I'm trying to get out. I'm flailing wildly. I'm pushing all the buttons. And then something comes up. But I had been pushing all these buttons, so I accidentally pushed whatever button it was that was like, you know, watch the trailer for the whole game. And I'm like, ah, no, I don't know what happened. No, that's so the end of the demo. That's, I know, that's... but what does it say? What did I push? Well, he, yes. says, he says, right, what, what happens is he, he gets picked up in the claws of the spider or whatever, and it's yeah. legs. And then he says, if you want to find out what happens to the boy, purchase the game sort of thing. Uh, so, so he didn't miss got... anything, really. Yeah. Okay. It just leaves Phew. you on a bit of a cliffhanger, a bit of a, ooh, yeah. if you want to find out what happens next, then you've got to buy the game. If not, back out sort of thing. I really yeah. liked it. Like, I, I was like, oh, I wonder what happens. Like, yeah. How do you get him out of that? And that's why I downloaded it, pretty much. And because, I mean, shall we, shall we talk Limbo, seeing as Juice brought it up? And I'm playing sure. it right now. And I finished it, too, and I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through my second playthrough. Oh snap. Yeah, yeah, I'm really loving it. I think they did a really good job with, uh, again, that sort of minimalist approach, but doing excellent things and really bringing crazy stuff out of the darkness. Yeah, I think it's um, it's probably one of the best-looking indie games I've ever seen, to be honest. It just looks gorgeous, and it, in, a, in a very bleak sort of way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, it's just a lovely-looking game, and it, the animations, I think, are just fantastic, and the physics. Yeah. Is there ever any music? Uh, no. A little bit. Of the, no, oh, there's yeah, a little there bit is the actually. End, there is. The end. Yeah. No, not, there's bit. another bit where like the, you you kind of moving the level around and stuff, and there's a bit of music there. But it's yeah, it's like the whole game. It's very it's it's minimal. You know, it's not there's not a yeah. lot there. I mean, what was interesting uh, for me for me the creepiest bits were the bits where the other kids appear. You know, where do there's... you think they're kids? Or do I, think they're I don't. Kids? I don't know, but they well, they look like kids, but presumably they're not. I, I've but... never assumed that they're kids. But that they are so creepy. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give too much away. That's but... right. Some of us haven't played it yet. But it's those moments for me that really gave me shivers up my spine. You know, because it was so yeah creepy. It was proper creepy. But I felt a bit on edge all the time playing it because you just all the time you're going to get killed, aren't you? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the, I don't know if uh, I feel that way when I'm playing it. Go ahead, Jenny. No, I was just going to say, like, I, I think the most disturbing part of Limbo is when you die. Uh, yeah. yeah. Seeing like like the the eyes close and stuff, like, because that's uh-huh. when they when they close, that's that means you're dead, you know. And just seeing that little boy's eyes close means it, it's very disturbing. Like, the, the, the it's very graphic as well. And well, I yeah, when the bear traps chop your head off, that's pretty yeah. bad. It's, it's pretty bold, and I, I didn't really think the game was going to be like that at all. I thought, no doubt. And then that warning shows up, like some parts of this may be disturbing. I'm like, what? I plus saw the previews. That's there's nothing to. St- oh my god, what is that? Yeah, it is. And it gets true. worse. There's worse bits in that, isn't oh, I'm it? Sure. Yeah. There's, worse there's bits. one bit in particular that made me like, go, oh. But you can't. Did you know you can turn the gore off? You can turn okay. it off. So yeah. what happens when That's the bear trap clamps on? I have no idea. When you, you got, <laughs> flowers come out of his neck, <laughs> didn't yeah. But if you go in the settings, you can actually turn the gore off. Oh, Although it's not really gore because it's not red as such. But I know, but I'd still like you know, it's a bit, it's a bit nasty. I think it's nasty. I think it's quite, no. I think I, it definitely. And is. It's a little boy. It's a little boy, which is even more horrible. Yep. You know, 
there's not many games where like you ki- like you, you you see a boy get so brutally murdered. It's um, it's, it's over quite... and over again to be clear. MIA's new video. Um, can I can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Which, which yes, is me. Obviously, we knew quite a bit about the game uh, before it shipped because we knew that obviously he was looking for his his sister who was lost in limbo and all this and the other. But if we didn't know that and you just played it knowing absolutely nothing about the game, yeah, would you have gleaned that from playing it, Ginny? I actually didn't know that. Oh, did you not? I did. I did not read anything about this game. Ah. I did not. I did not know that was your sister. I, I didn't know where you was or anything. So what I thought the game was about, I didn't think it was your sister. I thought it was like you a girlfriend or something. But it makes sense between us because he's he's a little boy, so why would he have a girlfriend, right? Um, but I just kind of thought that he was dropped in a strange place and he was looking for this girl, which is pretty much exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know it was your sister, and I didn't know that the the place that you are is limbo. Like she's kind of in it's like purgatory or yeah. it's it's like between heaven and hell or something it's it's not of earth it's very strange do you, but know, I, do you know what i, I think didn't mind. i don't think it changes like my opinion i still loved it i still loved like that sense of wonder and that sense of like where am i what's coming next he's still there it doesn't really matter if you get the context or not do, do you know what i thought as well i thought that's a better representation of of that sort of place and God of War or Dante's Inferno ever did, right? Yeah. You know, for somewhere being really bleak and sort of what you'd anticipate. Mm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's it's a it's a much more it's it's you know it's less a game than a than a just kind of like a message. You know, it's like not a message, but just it's something unique and strange and and. Like purgatory is meant to be this really bizarre place you've never seen before and stuff, and it's not blood on the walls. It's not, you know, it's it's weird and you, it's wondrous. You know, I, I love it. I just, I, I think it's brilliant. And uh, but again, when you, when you talk about a game, you, you you have to make sure that what you're doing in the game is fun. And the brilliant yeah. thing about Limbo is, yes, it aesthetically it looks brilliant. It's weird and wonderful and new and strange but at the core of it all the platforming is brilliant the animation is great the physics are great so that the game is fine like you know like and it proves how good it is because there's no tutorial there's nothing and you instantly kind of know like what to do and there's those little things of like the the boy reaches his arms out at something that he can touch and like you instinctively just like the gamer in you just goes, I can I can play with that object, I can move it. You know, just little touches like that. And the game like there's a tutorial in the game that you don't even see with the whole uh like things that overtake your mind, you know, those little bug things. And you Oh see, god, yeah. You, you like you see like those things eat one before you even know what they are. Yeah. So you know that they 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 can eat them and stuff. And just little things like that. Like it it let it it's a perfect example of showing and not telling. And that's the best way to tell a story. But then just... to a certain extent, I've got to say, some of those puzzles towards the end of the game are... are, are I, did, I, I really didn't struggle with any of them. That's not me like bolstering it. I really didn't... I, I did get stuck on one, um, and I went away and came back. But I didn't yeah. really get to a point where I wanted to let go of the game or anything. Because I knew... I knew... Like... 
I was like, well, it's got to be this. You know what I mean? There's always one thing that stands out, like yeah. something you can pull or something you can do. And I was like, well, it has to be this. So, because there's, there's nothing else in the world, is there? There's just this one box or this one thing that you can pull. I'm like, it has to, I have to do something with this. So I, I've just got to work it out and eventually I'll got it. But, uh, I've, I've got to say, what I thought he did quite well, it would give you an easier version of, of a puzzle that would be a harder one a bit further yeah. on. So you would do... Yeah, I, I've just, I'm playing it now, yeah. right? and I've just kind of done that. Like, the whole water floating up with the box, and then you come across, like, a balloon that floats up a platform. Yeah. You know, it, it, that, it is. I mean, it uses mechanic, like, like ways of teaching you, but it, ne- it never tells you, like, you know, this is a box, and this is... Mm. It just it just just does it, and it, it, it shows you what the game is. It's showing and not yeah. telling it. And it's it's nice that a game just it doesn't insult the you know the the player like press A to do this it doesn't it, it, yeah the the I, at one point I had to like I thought I was missing something so I was like what is that you know what how, what button am I going to use for this or whatever and then it um it was so weird because I went to the instructions, you know, and it was like options and show controls. And it was like two move. things, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like move and move, push something or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's crazy. It's like, it doesn't insult you. It's like, Hey, like you should be able to figure this out. You know what I mean? Like you, we, we trust you, you know, just, just, yeah. just figure it out. And I like that. Like it's, it's, uh, it shows kind of, um, it, it just shows, shows you that the people, get these types of games. I think publishers are worried that people don't get like games as an art form or something. Um but like this is totally a like a, a game that just goes, hey, like people aren't scared of weird you know aesthetics and weird environments. Just totally go for it. I love it. Well that was yeah. definitely random. <laughs> No way, man. Limbo. We're talking about Limbo. Oh, God. It's not that yeah. sort of Limbo. Um, yeah, it is. Just finish off Limbo. I, I tweeted, uh, is Limbo the best arcade game released so far? If not, what is? Mm. So what I'd like to do, I'll go through with the tweets we got back, and you've got to say whether Limbo is better or All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. 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 These are opinions, people. If you're listening, go. These are only opinions. Talk- oh, it's on. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not on. Who? it's on. All right. There you go. Um, yes. So we had so we had a couple that just said Limbo is tremendous or Limbo is five stars. It's a step above the rest. Yeah. Uh, but but School Duggery, he went with uh, Geometry Wars 2. So mm. would you say Geometry Wars 2 is better or worse <sighs> than Limbo? It's so... It, like, that's like... Apples and that's, oranges. That's chalk and cheese, right? That's like... Like, you can't... They're so different. that they, they, they do... Yeah. You play them for different things. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, man. I don't think I could... So which is your favourite? Limbo, Geometry Wars 2? I'll say Geometry Wars 2, because I'll probably okay. play that more. I'll probably play that more than I will. Play. Okay, Duke? I haven't played Limbo enough to say, but it's just weird to me to think that it, yeah. Limbo would take over Geometry Wars. Okay. I'm, I Because, mean, again, like I'm going to play Geometry Wars a lot more than I'm going to play Limbo. Yeah. Probably, I'd, I'd probably go with with Limbo because it's just more my sort. Yeah. The aesthetic I would, I would experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. okay. Are you ready? Okay, Next okay. one. Now, I Pete's picked one, which I don't know whether we can class it as a as an arcade game, although it is. Although it is, <laughs> which, which is Portal, 
Wishy's portal because uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't we're talking about no. games that were designed and distributed yeah. only on the arcade. Yeah, I don't think. But he did have another choice. He did have another choice. He uh, better have another choice because that okay. one's bogus. Which was which was Trials HD. Trials HD. Uh, Limbo's no. better. Better or worse? Better or worse? Limbo's better. Yeah. Limbo, and I definitely go with Limbo on that one. Okay. As much as go. I love Trials HD, I mean that's nothing to say Trials HD isn't a good game. And and the last one, last ones from Best Dutch. From Best Dutch. Okay, here we go. He also said Geometry Wars two, but he had three choices for his, so he thinks three games are better than Limbo. Okay. okay. Uh, second one was Battlefield nineteen forty three. Yeah, I was thinking that when you first said that. Yeah. What do you think? I don't better know. Better or worse? No, I think uh, I think Limbo's better than that. I think 1943 is. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Shadow Complex. No, no. Shadow Complex. Better or worse than Limbo, Ginny? I haven't played it. No, you played Shadow Complex, haven't you? I've got it. I've downloaded it. I haven't played it. There Story you of your life. I've got it, but I haven't played it. I know. Uh, anyway, my opinion is Limbo's definitely one of the best arcade games ever released. So there you go. Well, yeah. Best five. The top five. I think everybody would agree Limbo's top five ever yeah. released. Hey, so I mean, it's so weird to compare because there's so many different types of games now on Xbox Live yeah, Arcade. Exactly. I mean, you wouldn't compare like... Modern Warfare 2 to like Shadow of the Colossus. You know, you wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. You just wouldn't do that at all. So right. you wouldn't, but you could say which you like better than the other, couldn't you? Which, which yeah, but why would you? you why is that important to do? Like, why does it matter to say it this isn't? One is I the just best. thought it was interesting. Right. That's all. I know. Well, all right gonna... then. But, yes. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's just kind of like, uh, by saying that I like my experience with Limbo, I value greater than 1943. I'm not saying 1943 is terrible. I'm just saying that. Or it, no, because these are these are what people thought were the best games uh, on Xbox. If, if, okay. if Duke says, oh, 1943 is better, then I'm like, yeah, it was, you know, it's good. So I, I can't argue with that, you know, because he likes shooting stuff because he's American. It is. Yeah, but, shoot but only, yeah. You see, 1943 is made for Duke because it's got regenerating ammo. So what more could he ask? Yeah, regenerating yeah. ammo. <laughs> um, anything else you've been up to, Ginny? What else have you been playing? Anything? I've been playing um, Alpha Alpha Protocol. All right, okay. So you uh, went for it after all of that. Yeah, I went for uh, because well, first I, I, Avatar and Alpha Protocol. Are you I just went for punishment. What? What? What did? You, what was the first game you said? Saboteur. Oh, Saboteur. Yeah, uh, that was punishment. Um, with well, that's the, what I hear about Alpha Protocol too. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't been very well lately, so when I've been playing it, I've, I don't really feel like playing games. I play it for a little bit, and then kind of, uh, kind of move on. And it, it has many flaws, right? I mean, like, first of all, it could have been so good. This is why I think people kind of like it because it, it had so much potential, um, but it's pretty rough around the edges. Like, first of all, when you when you start the game, it like hits you with the RPG stuff, like. It goes, this is an RPG. This is how you level up. This is your infantry. I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. Like, I don't know what, what's going on. You know what I mean? It's like, just just slow down a bit. Um, but no, it just tells you, it just expects you to, to, to kind of figure it all out. Like, like, like all of the, these words and, you know, text and RPGs and APs and all this. And I'm like, mods for your armor. I'm like... What? I, I haven't even started the game yet. I don't. I haven't yeah. moved the character once. I don't. I hate know when they do that. I know what you're talking about. And they, a lot of times they're like, yeah, they'll introduce the mechanic before you have a reason yeah. or an opportunity yeah. to use it. That's just yeah. stupid. And I was like, oh god, um, that's a bit. Uh, um, yeah, 
the, the main character might as well be called Mr. Spy. <laughs> because he's the most boring, generic guy I've ever met. At least uh, there's something about Shepard, and I know I know from Mass Effect that you can customize him, and he is fairly like bland uh, for a reason. And I mean, you could pretty much copy and paste this guy. He looks a lot like Shepard, but the name like Mike Thornton is like a bit boring. Like I'm, my name's Mike, and I don't know. I, don't, I feel like Mike Chin playing this game. I don't feel like Mike Thornton. I feel like Mike Chin. You don't feel like a spy at all. Um, he's just like... That's because you're not playing it with the lights out and like sneaking around. I don't know. I, 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 just, I just thought it was very like... Uh, and the, 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 the spy, Mike, he's, he's pretty stupid for a spy because he, he <laughs> asks all these questions like... Right, and I'm like, you should know what these are. Like, what's an intel? I'm like, really? You don't, you don't know? What kind of a spy are you? How did you make it this far? Um... <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you you have to kind of pick what kind of spy you are. Like, are you a professional? Are you like a rogue, like a freelance spy or something? And does um, that matter? I think it does. And the, this is, I'm moving on to the good parts of the game, where a lot of the choices you make actually uh, affect the game. And the people that you um, associate with affect future events. Now, I'm not far into it, but it, it's it's hammered on... Um, pretty early that what you do will affect later on and mm-hmm. the people that you you know like choose to be friends with uh, might hit you in the arse or something um but the way they tell you that is like this guy's talking to you this this guy's your, your boss right and he says i'll oh, be wary when you talk to people um because you can take a professional stance or a swath and he's he's basically explaining like the tutorial he's, it's like he's reading out the tutorial and it feels like the most bizarre conversation you've ever had, right? Because he's like, oh, yeah, but be careful who you talk to because um, that, it might, might benefit you. And also, um, they can give you upgrades. Um, but <laughs> if you don't talk to them, you can also kill them. I'm like, what, what? are you just explaining the game? Uh, which is very weird. It's, it's, they've just made a lot of bad choices along the way of a, of a good game. Uh as I say, I'm not far into it, so I don't, I don't, I can't talk too much about it. But I, I, it's not great, but I can see why people want to finish it because you, you, it's like, oh, it's a spy RPG, and it's not a very good one, but it's like it's quite, it's quite cool at the same time, and it's, it's a shame really that it didn't, that it, it it's not very good. Um, but as I say, I mean, like the combat, the, the cover is horrible. The, the, the AI is awful. Um, and the, the the hit detection and stuff is bad. And like I, when Greg Murphy's Law said that to me, like, oh, it's a lot. I was like, why are you playing it? And he went, I don't know. I don't know why I'm playing <laughs> it. I just want to play it. And it is, it's like that, like because like the missions are really short. They're very pocket sized, but there's a lot of them, and they're very clear of what you got to what you got to do. I mean, you can pick your missions like in a certain area. So you, you go to like Saudi Arabia, and you've got three missions. And you can pick which ones you go to. And each one of those missions, you'll meet different people. And you can either arrest them or be their friends and they'll benefit you. Or arresting them will benefit you. Or you'll get something from that mission if you pick that mission. But if you miss a mission, you don't get whatever that. So there's a lot of choices. And I think it's the choice. I think it's like the... the, You feel like you've got a lot of choice. And obviously, it's all smoke and mirrors. But they must have done a lot of whiteboarding, you know, writing 
paths and threads of white, on the whiteboard to figure out how this game's going to work. And for that, I'll, I'll, I think it's worthy of a play. Um, but it, it's uh, it's very rough. You know, it's rough around the edges. It's it's uh, it's um, yeah, it's a shame that it's not like a Mass Effect. And the pop, like it's like a Mass Effect one. You know what I mean? Like, like the popping is awful. Like everything, everything you see takes like a second to to kind of load, and it looks terrible. It looks really bad. Uh, yeah. So Alpha Protocol, and I'm, I'm anybody who enjoys the game. I'm totally not. I, I could see why you would, because it's there's not many games like it. You know, it's it's very uh, unique. So there's not many games like a killer's dream either. But they make it a good game. There's also you can customize your face and stuff, um, and the, the the hair that you can use, like you can you can choose like like a skinhead or like hair, like a, like a style cut or something. And they're so bad, they're awful. Like they look awful. That's like they always are. They were awful in Fallout. Graphically, they're awful, and stylistically, they're you know, terrible. You know, they're Fallout Three, terrible. Fallout Three had the the least useful customer characterization because you hardly ever saw your character. Yeah. It was it's an almost true. it was an almost complete waste of time doing it. No, I don't think that's true though. Actually, you know what? I actually would disagree with that because when you're doing that, you'll see your person yeah. shooting. You know, you can never see them from the front though. Well, well, yeah, was, well, well yeah. you know what was weird? Did, but like, I always wear like a, a helmet or armor, so I never yeah. Really... Well, that's the thing, is it mostly? Yeah. It how you were you know what was weird, right? In Oblivion, it was fine because in Oblivion, when every time you went into the menu, you got your character there and you could spin them around and have a good look at them. And he didn't do that in Fallout Three. <laughs> it's so... kind of like a minor aesthetic detail. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a pointless thing. I just want to spin very... my guy around and look yeah. at him every time yeah. I choose a well, menu. Well, when when you got some really cool armor, it was like, wow, how cool does that look? On? But you never saw that in Fallout Three. Anyway, I just realized uh, I paused the game when I was talking. I paused Limbo when I was talking about Alpha Protocol. So I'm just going to talk. Yeah, about you better get going. The only other thing I've I've been playing this week, I was meant to finish games, but unfortunately I didn't finish games because I started playing Singularity. Oh snap! Yeah, it's a great um, game. It is a great game. It is a great. And then I thought Ravensoft. Ravensoft. I've heard that name before somewhere. Yeah. I've, I've played some of their games, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So I went to have a look. What else did made? Uh, they made Soldier of Fortune two. Did, <gasps> yes, yes, yes. did you know that Soldier of Fortune two? And they also made more recently the recent games they did was X Men Origins Wolverine, which actually was quite okay, wasn't it? It was good. Uh, I really enjoyed that, only because it had an extra year, I think. Uh, yeah. Wolfenstein, which was very badly received, wasn't it? So that's quite interesting that they made that game. Um, I did play that bit. It was okay, but it just wasn't doing anything interesting or new. Um, and the other one that they made, which which I quite liked, and it was a launch title for the three six, it was Quake Four. It was oh, id software, oh my goodness. But, but they did the the three sixty version. They did the Quake Four for the three sixty. So there you go. So there yeah, you go. there you go. I I I loved Wolverine. Um, I thought that was a great. I think that's one of the best movie tying games ever. Like, like apart from Goldeneye, obviously. But like recently, they're just usually terrible, right? But Wolverine had an extra year of development, and it just goes to show how much that year. How important, like, extra time is for a game because it's brilliant. I think it's such a good action game. Um, doesn't get enough praise, I don't think. So, there you go, but yes, I'm enjoying it. I, I do think, oh, it yeah, Singularity. Yeah, we've uh, all played it now, right? We've Duke, all played, played it. Duke hasn't played it, I don't think. I oh, know. No, I have it's, not played it, but it, it, definitely, it definitely has all the sort of you know, the good bits from Bioshock and yeah. 
It's pretty it's much fine. what everyone else That's said, fine. to be honest with yeah. you. Fear. It has a fear type enemies. They all look like fear enemies. It, it doesn't uh, do anything new, does it? It does nothing no. new, really. Like the time manipulation thing, I, I suppose, is kind of new, but you get very used to it quickly. But it, yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know how you felt about some of the, the time. The good um, thing about the time manipulation stuff, it's simple enough so you don't have to think too much yeah. about it. You can use it, solve your, and the puzzles are very simple. There's nothing too. Uh, and and to be honest with you, I needed something like that after playing Limbo. So I needed something where I didn't have to think too much about it. Uh, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, but the story's cool, and I like all this, the little details in the environments, and you know when you can fix an old board, and then you can actually read what's on it, and all that sort of cool stuff. And it's it's, 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 it's cool. very funny. Very funny. Like like obviously, you can't manipulate what you want. It has to be embedded with this like E ninety nine element. Yeah. So, um, but it's it's weird how like why is a chalkboard like got E ninety nine in it? What what what's that about? Uh, They've got to find a way though. Do you know the one thing that really takes you out of it? And I feel I think this every time it happened in the game so far, when you open a door without actually touching it, and you're holding the biggest gun. Oh no! I know, but it's so much of a game thing. Uh, they do that in Half Life. I know they do. I know they do. But that Half Life six years old. No, I don't agree. I don't agree with that at all. Just, What's yeah. the complaint? Well, I'd like to see some sort of animation of his hand opening a door rather than just... Oh, please. The, Come on, Steve. minor like, aesthetic detail. In Half-Life, I'm not talking about the gravity gun. I'm talking about when you actually pick something up in Half-Life. You don't see you guys' hands at all. Yeah, it just, it just lifts I know, up. but that's six years old. But And, and no, episode two isn't six years old. Yeah. No, it isn't, but yeah. Come no, on, I, I, don't, I think that's... Petty. I think that's really petty. I don't know. I just felt like, you know, it's like, you know, we're in 2010 now. At there's, least. Other games, there's more recent games that are not half like that, I'm sure. And I, I know. Well, I'm not saying, well, they all shouldn't do it. <laughs> not just that. Well, I, I suppose, in some ways, like, it does kind of remind you that you're playing a game a little yeah, bit. But a it, lot. To, a to, lot. to me, like, why are you picking on Singularity for that? You should be picking I'm on... I'm not. I'm not. I mean, yeah. in general. Leave no, Singularity no. alone. It's just that it was so... Because you open a lot of doors and you pick a lot of stuff up. That's like saying, every time you die, you come back alive. That's not fair, is it? <laughs> yeah, you know, no. it, it is, though, right? Like, I'm not <laughs> taking a piss. Like, it's a game, Stu, so... <laughs> I know, I know. But you know what I mean, though? It just sort yeah. of... It's like, we've got to a stage now. A little animated cutscene just Play showing... Far Cry 2 and realise how horrible it is if you want to do that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Please but no, I find- think... Minor aesthetic details. <laughs> but no, I like it though. I think it's a really good yeah. game. But it is a it is a game. It, it is a forgettable game though. It is. Like, it, like you play it and you go, oh, whatever. Done. You know, and it's got some cool sequences. You know, some nice set pieces. Have you finished no. it? Yet? Uh, no, I've, I'm at the train track. I'm just at the. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't have you fought the big? Um. Boss on the train track. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm assuming I'm just about to get to that bit. Yeah, I, I was really impressed by that. I was. Uh, that's one of like the, the the moments that I will remember. I like the bit. There's a there's a bit where you have to do all this selfie stuff. That I thought that was quite a cool little bit through all these tunnels and you had to walk really quietly and slowly. Oh yeah, with the blind enemy. Yeah, that. Uh, and every time and they gave you a nice little signal that they did almost spotted you and then you had to stop and wait and then move on again. And, yeah, yeah, I like that's that. Good. But yeah, yeah, I like it. It's good. Anybody play the Canon Lynch 2 demo? Oh, God, yeah, I needed to talk about that. Yeah. Talk about it now. Oh, I, I, <laughs> you know. You sound so pained. Oh. Oh, I played it. Oh. I played it quite late at night and I was a bit tired the first time. And I thought, 
this is horrible, right? And then I thought, well, yeah. maybe maybe it's just because I'm tired. No. Nope. So, so I played it again tonight, and I was like, yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> the second yeah, it's time. pretty horrible. The oh, single good. player is pretty horrible. I mean, I, I found it to be pretty unimpressive, and the, the cover gave away immediately, and it was really hard to tell oh, who's right. where. Okay. There's, there was a couple of things that really bugged me. Like, there's a bit I went up. I did the, you know, the section where you sort of you, you can go upstairs and, and shoot from the top, and there's all the guys in the courtyardy bit at the bottom, just no, before right. you go out onto the streets. Just so I, I never street. saw that bit. Never saw it. There's like an open area, but you can go up on the steps, right? So the second time I played through, I thought, oh, go on the steps, get in a good position. I'm not kidding you. I literally ducked down, so no one had seen me, and they just all the AI just turned around and yeah. shot at me. The AI is not great, yeah. isn't it? It's no. awful, really no. awful. And and like there was a bit in the street, right? And there's this huge, massive shootout with all these guns going off, and there's just pedestrians just walking past. Yeah, like, yeah. Of- yeah, that was. I had that when I was uh, going into <laughs> the street at one point, and I was having this shootout with the cops, and just blah blah blah, and bullets whizzing everywhere, and this guy just comes walking right up yeah. to me. And I'm, Hello, can I help you? It's just like, and there was a the animations were just horrible on the secondary characters. There was, there was a guy in the car, it just looked like a cardboard cutout of a person in a car. Yeah. And and now let me ask you this. Oh God, did you, did you play the multiplayer at all? No. I didn't know. The multiplayer has a very interesting game mode on uh, the demo. It's called Fragile Alliance. Yeah, well, and they the idea the is game. they had that in the first. Did game. they really? Oh, okay, yeah. never mind. And they say you you have to sort of team up and then you have to double cross everybody, don't you? Well, you you have an option to double cross yeah. people, but I don't know if they had this in the first one. But it sort of follows you in your ranking, and it shows like this person can be trusted or not. And uh, I don't know. Oh, I that's, that's pretty cool. That's like, like oh, this guy's this this guy's portrayed everybody every. Yeah, game right. So let's player. keep an that eye is... on him as we go yeah, through this. That's funny. I'll I like that. Behind. Well, I don't think I don't, it, I, mean, I don't think it. Did I don't think that I'll go get it for that, but I, I just think that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I don't think it did that in the first game, and there was a lot of problems with people just killing everybody yeah. all the time. So and sure. yeah. yeah, but no, the single I've I've. You know, and I, I actually was thinking this game might be okay. And I know, I remember you. Getting... Uh, but I was Happy. just really disappointed. I just thought it looked cool, but it just didn't play cool. What did you think, Ginny? What were your I I didn't hate it as much as you seem to do. Um, I do. I, I do think it's not going to be very good. I like not not. It's not going to be great. It's not going to be like amazing or anything. Um, I. I'm, I like the characters that, and I like um, the kind of I, don't know, I, I like the characters of the first one and stuff. So for that reason, I'll I'll play it. Uh, but let me t- let me say this though, or let me ask you this: if if the first game got all that controversy around it, right? Because they cares about that. Mr. No, Mr. no, 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 no. Let me finish. Care. Let me finish. Let me finish. No. No, I won't. All the controversy, right? You know, everyone calling it out and saying it's not very good and all this, they were supposedly, you know, paying them off not to give a bad review of it and blah de blah de blah Wouldn't you have thought they'd have made sure this game was absolutely brilliant to, you know, supersede all that stuff? Uh, well, I don't know. But I'm, I'm sure it's very hard to make a brilliant game, but I'm just, I'm just saying that I'm not going to talk about that like, because, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure they tried their best and stuff. I'm not, I don't know. It just felt like stranglehold with all the fun no, taken out of it, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> with none of the fun stuff. <laughs> was... I don't know. I just I think I, I think that like they've tried something really unique with the the art style of it. Yeah, and it's quite a bold, brave thing to do. 
Um, and the biggest problem with the first one was that like it like it just didn't feel right, and I and I don't think the second one feels right either. Uh, I don't know. I'll play it though. I think I'll play it. It's okay. I mean, the the, the destructible environments were quite cool. The way that everything yeah. sort of falls yeah, because I did feet. shoot through like a panel of wood just to get yeah. to see a guy, and I like the hit detection thing as well. Yeah, because you actually it shows you where you where you hit the person on their body, which I thought was. Um, Quite a clever way of doing it. It was just for me that the the issues superseded the good stuff. That was the problem, I suppose. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I can't argue if you said, "Oh, I'm never going to play it," because there is something about it. It just doesn't feel quite as flush and polished as everything else. I don't know, but I like the characters, though. I think they're cool. Like, I think you know they're interesting. Uh... I think the trouble is as well. Games cost so much. You, 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 you've, you know, I don't, well, I don't know about you. I'm not, I'm not going to buy. But I've it, definitely become quite picky about what I'll actually buy. Oh yeah, I'm totally picky. Like I rent ninety percent of the games I play because I just can't afford to buy all these games. But, but like, it also asks the question: Should they have even released a demo if it, you know, it doesn't really show the game off that great? It, you know, you always wonder whether they shouldn't have bothered. I don't know. I don't. I think it's going to be better than the first game, and the fact that it's got online co-op. <laughs> That's well, nice. Yeah, that helps. That does because help. the first one didn't have online co-op. It was just local co-op, which was ridiculous and a massive flaw. Um, I'll, I'll play. I'll rent it. I think it's just going to be a rent for me. But yeah, I, I can totally understand if you think that it's horrible or something. Uh, but I don't mind like slightly flawed games. They're, they don't bother me as much as no. other people. Anyway, right, we better move on because that's been a big first part of the show. Right, I'll dip out. Limbo, I'll just tell you my progress. I'm not doing... This is not my fastest run at all. Like, I'm dying in stupid places that I shouldn't be dying. But I'm at the You're bit... multitasking. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. Don't beat but yourself I'm, I think I, I'm just trying to rush. Um, I'm just try, trying to go too fast, and I forget things. Uh, but I'm at the part where you've got to get a tyre and then flick a switch. Oh, yeah, I know where that is. Like, like the tyre thing, and you've got to... Move the tire along. Spoilers! You know, you spoilers. some of us haven't played this game. Just, and then there's the part where you have to climb up the mountain and you have to push the thing over the edge and then you have to drag the rope back. Anyway, okay. Right. Uh, Quarantine's in defeat. Let's do that. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quarantine on Xbox Live. This week, I'm going to be looking at Square Off by Nomic Studios. The best way to describe Square Off is as a combination of a level-based shooter mixed in with a arena shooter. And this game actually does a pretty good job of mixing these two dynamics together. Normally in a level-based shooter, you kill everything in the level and you move on to the next level. Pretty standard fare. All the other mechanics obviously are going to vary from game to game, but obviously that's different from an arena shooter. An arena shooter is usually you just are in a room and or area is enclosed and you basically just try to survive for as long as possible until you're killed. Okay, so this game actually combines these two and how it does this is actually pretty cool. There's two options. First option obviously is you can move on to the next level. Pretty standard fare, like I said, level-based game, you move on to the next level. Now the second option is what what is interesting because this game actually lets you continue to play the level until you die. So it becomes a full-on arena shooter and each of the levels in this game has this option all the way up to this last level, which was added in in, an, in a recent update where you actually have closure. You beat the boss and you're done with the game. 
So it's kind of cool that they added in, but for every level except for that last level, you can play all these levels as survival levels after you beat the boss. And it only takes up to wave five to uh, to get up to the quote survival section of that level. And all these levels are quite different. They've all got their own little. Um, they've actually got level design, which is something you never ever see in arena shooters you almost never see level design pretty much take level design and throw it out the window because you're not going to see any of it in an arena shooter you're basically in a big circle a square something of that sort you will not see level design these actually have level design now it's not a tremendous amount of level design but it's enough where you're actually be moving through the level and there may be some cover and stuff like that so it, it, it's it's definitely appreciated and the other big component about this game is actually the art style it's like a mixture of 2d art thrust into 3d and it looks really good it's it's very solid and it's consistent throughout the game which some indie games i've noticed are not consistent throughout this one definitely is very good production value an absolute steal at 80 points now this game was originally 240 and 240 it was a good game it was a good price for that game at 80 points this game is absolute steal it's got a good challenge to it i don't think that anybody's going to find this game too terribly difficult but by the time you get to the end, when you're fighting the end boss, it is genuinely difficult. I, I actually tried beating through this game and, and just busting through it, and I, I honestly, I could not do it. And I'm very good at these types of games. So it definitely does get more challenging, but I never really felt like the game was beating me over the head, and it was just way too hard. The, the mechanics are, are very simple. You can turn off firing with the trigger and just, just point and click, but you will still have to use the trigger on certain weapons. But basically, you know, for people like Jenny who don't like doing the trigger, you can just use the analog stick and just swap on auto fire. So you point it in the direction and it shoots in that direction. So that's nice. You have some weapon selection, but it's using the old fashioned cycling with the bumper and the trigger. And I don't particularly care for that. So for a nice shooter that is very polished, great price point at 80 and amazingly enough, a, you know, a good sized game definitely check out Square Off by Nomic Studios. This is a fantastic addition to the indie games. This really shows you can get a good game at 80 points. And not just a small little game, like a, a pretty good sized game. Like this game will actually give you some time, especially with the survival level where you can keep going back in and seeing if you could survive longer. It's it's, it's definitely uh, worth that dollar that you could invest. And uh, yeah, definitely support these guys. I, 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 would, I give this game a five stars, definitely. Okay. Okay. Stout is off. Me, yes. I bought it. I liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. It's a good game. Um, it's polished. It's fun to play. It's easy to figure out what you're doing. The controls work well. The animations are cute. The sound is good. Uh, I felt like all pistons were firing on this. And I bought it not so much because I expect to play it a lot, but because I wanted to support the developer. And I thought they did a good job with it. And they took their time and made it good. And uh, they made it well as well. So, yes. Hooray. Well worth the 80 points. Hurrah. <laughs> But yes, he's he's not bad at all, is he? What do you what do you think, Ginny? I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. Right, uh, I uh, I liked it. I um, I lo- I thought the art was brilliant. The art is fantastic in the game, mm-hmm. and it reminded me of uh, Alien Hominid or uh, yeah, it looks a lot any, like that scene. Any of like the, the yeah, like Behemoth games. It looks exactly like them. 
which is good because that that's brilliant. I love that. Um, I didn't buy it, but uh, I might do. Um, I don't know why. I just I thought some of the hit detection on the on the islands were a bit um, rough. Uh, don't know. Sometimes I, I felt like I I didn't know if I was hitting them or something. I quite like the fact that you got an uh, like a health bar because yep. you know in a game like this you you get hit very easily or cheaply or something. And an so ammo not... bar too, is, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually know. Well, my, my my only real complaint about it was like you have to press the trigger, and I didn't know you could swap that out. So maybe you can. Yeah, if you go in the settings, you can swap it out to the just yeah. analog, and it'll just auto fire. I wish it mm-hmm. told me that, to be honest. But or did it yeah. just by default? Because why are you making me press two buttons when it could be just one? Like, there's no reason. Like, it's not. And it also, if you don't aim, it'll shoot in the direction that you're flying, which is interesting. But uh, they should have told that as well. I think. Maybe I, I don't know. I, I just I didn't know that, and like I, I just do it by default. Like is my only kind of like, why why are you making people why are you making the controls more complicated than they have to be? Mm, yeah. Because like the twin stick thing works fine, and I, I love the art, and I love the the background and the silliness of it. I, I think it's I think it's good. Yeah, I like it. Well, do you know what? Do you know what? We can ha- we can ask him that question because we're actually going to interview uh, the developer of this game. It's a good job I didn't go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, you could have done it if you'd have lied. Yeah. That's, you know, I, I, I'd do that. I, I don't mind telling someone like that. Uh, oh, yeah. it's out. <laughs> it's out. Yeah, Aranda Morrison. Aranda Morrison uh, from Perth, Australia. Yay. Uh, we're going to conduct an interview, and it should be on next week's show. So there you go. Mm. So if anybody has any questions, you're more than welcome, email them in, and we'll, we'll pop them up. I have put it on is- Twitter. Square off, right? It is square off. It square is. off. So if you haven't played it, play square off in the indie games, and then yep. And I have put it up in the forums as well. So if anyone wants to leave any questions for the developer, we'll certainly ask him. So they. Mm. Sorry, Stu. Where did you say this person's from again? Uh, Perth, Australia. Yeah. They, what is the relevance <laughs> of that? It's Perth. It's P to the E to the R T H. Oh. Get with it. Yeah. This is what everybody listening is doing right now. You do know that the name of the show is The Veteran Games. That means we're old and we don't, we're not down with the kids and stuff. Whatever, man. You could be hip to cool music even if you're old. I don't want to hear that. Anyway, moving on. Anyway. <laughs> so, on. yeah, Square Off. It's, it's good. Go play it. Yes, everybody go play it and buy yeah. it. It's very good. Did you buy it, Stu? I did. Mm. I did yep. buy it. But, he's, you know, I'm not the best at arena shooters, I have to say. So, yeah. did you? Can I just one more question? Just for, did you treat it as arena, arena, or did you move on to the next level when you killed the the end boss? Uh, I didn't kill the end boss. Ah, I didn't kill him. Uh, Loser. <laughs> no, I didn't kill him. I died on the end boss, and then I stopped playing because I had to record a podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, because I had to play that, and then I had to play Kane and then... Three seconds, you had allotted to play in the end game. I enjoyed it though. I, I did like it. I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Right, yeah, okay, we've got... I've decided on quite a controversial uh, topic for the middle of the show. Oh, it's on! No, 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 it's not on. Ooh, it's on, all right! Yeah, quite controversial. I don't know whether to sort of term it in the way I'd originally done it or to sort of look at it from a different angle. But but basically, what what I wanted to ask was, is have have we reached a point where games can be compared in the same light as, say, movies or or books? As an art form, so can we can we actually rate them 
in the same way that we rate a good movie or we rate a good book, or are they still just a game? Yes. End of conversation. Done. Bye. Yeah, it really is. I mean, look, Tom Bissell, who I really, he's my new best friend. Like I talked to him on Xbox and like (laughs) I read his book and I interviewed him. We're going to have the interview up soon. People stay Uh, tuned. Um, you know, he was asked this question on a, uh, I guess it sort of just came up in the margins on a different podcast that he was talking on. And the point he made, which I think is really good is that, I think the question should not be, is it art? Because, yeah, you know, you're, you're going to have to try to define what art means and all that other stuff. The question is, is our video games a forum in which people could make artistic things? And I think the answer to that is obviously yes. In the same way that comics for decades were, were dismissed as, you know, puerile and, you know, it's all just superheroes and spandex and, the, you know, it's just for kids. Well, once Art Spiegelman's mouse came along and then Persepolis and, you know, even you know really good stories of you know Batman, Dark Knight Returns, and other things. People showed that comics could be art, just like anything can be art. I don't think the medium is so important. I think video games uh, are definitely becoming mature in a way that shows that yes, of course, they can be made into art uh, if people take the time to do it right. Now, Roger Ebert uh, did an article this year in April saying that video games can never be art, can never be classed as art or, or be looked at in an artistic way. Yes. Uh, I mean, now, what I do, what say do you that think of that? I have a lot of respect for Roger Ebert. I think he's a really cool guy. Um, he recently went through this horrible throat cancer thing and he had like half his face removed and stuff. Um, but I, I didn't think he's wrong on this. Um, but I, I do have a lot of respect for his perspective as a film historian and critic. I mean, let's let's be, be honest here. He's, a, he's an old person, isn't he? I mean, we're mature, but he's old. So he is, and he's admitted that he's never really played many video games. So I think in a way it's like, well, what's your basis for saying this if you're not really going to evaluate it? That's like saying, I mean, you know, he, he, he talks about early examples of movies that showed its progression toward an artistic form that has merit and blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, I, I understand what he's saying, but I think if you haven't really surveyed the material that's out there, it's not fair to say that, you know, in the same way that when I wrote that thing about the RPG is dead, you know, like it's a fair comment for people to say, well, you're only looking at console games because that's all I've played. And maybe I shouldn't have said the JRPG is dead if I'm not if I'm not willing or able to look at the other platforms. And I think that if he's not able or willing to look at the many different kinds of video games that are out these days, then it's not fair for him to make this statement. No, but I mean, one of his points that he made says one, one obvious difference between art and games is that you can win a game. It has rules, points, objectives and an outcome. Um uh, Santiago, which is a, a lady who did a, a a talk on why games can be considered art, mm-hmm. said she might cite an immersive game without points or rules. But I would then say it ceases to be a game and becomes a representation of a story, a novel, a play, a dance, or a film. So he's saying if you, if you have a game, say, like Flower, for instance, which doesn't have any points and it doesn't have any sort of real... It does have an end, but it's not like a, there is a goal, but it's not... Do you understand what I mean? There's no points, there's no winning or really losing, it's just playing. Yeah, I think in a way he was presented a straw man because these three games, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think Braid does a lot of things very well, I think Flower does a lot of things really well, and I suppose I would say Flower is the best of the uh, the three in terms of proposing something that may be art. What was the other game? Braid, what on... Flower and it's called Waco Resurrection or something. Yeah, it's, it's some I weird. Don't really game. I mean, it just seems like she picked three bo- um, games that I would never go near in terms of this discussion. Maybe Flower. 
I mean, I think something like Shadow of the Colossus or Ico, I believe, is probably... Yeah, exactly. Even Mist, I think. Yeah, you know, or Mist. I, I mean, I think, yeah, like, and obviously Red Dead Redemption, I think, takes the cake at this point in terms or of... Or Singularity. Singularity. No, I'm joking. You may have to make it clear that it's... Uh, <laughs> say, like, Dark Void or something. Yeah, um, do, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, whatever. Like, I think that there's something to be said for um, certain games being art and certain uh, most games probably not saying, you know, not being art, and that's fine. And, I mean, look, 4,600 comments, people obviously feel very strongly about this, and there's no way to ever come to a definitive conclusion about it. I mean, Kotaku did an article pretty much not long after this was released saying that um, Heavy Rain proved that games can never be art. You know, they, they, <laughs> because they, they were saying that by some of the choices that you could make in the game actually deconstructed the game. So it actually made it less of it. It gave it less of an impact by, and, and made you do stuff in the game that would never happen in a film or a book. So for instance, one of the, one of the parts of heavy rain that which was cited was the fact that he'd just been, and I must admit at the time I, I, I pretty much thought the same thing. He'd just been through all these trials and stuff and was, you know, pretty banged up and, you know, not very good and still thinks about having sex with the other character in the game. And mm-hmm. that would never, so I got, I got one more, one more trial to say my son, the whole point of the game. I'm gonna bang this chick though. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But but see, the person who wrote the Kotaku thing says Ebert proves himself right. Your ability to control the story has resulted in a bad story. I don't think that's necessarily true. It may be that every game that's tried that results in that, but but I don't think that's true for Mass Effect, for instance. No, I I would agree with you. I mean, what's interesting for me with Heavy Rain is my wife said, you know, my wife's been playing it for about three months now, trying to finish it. And she gets me to do all the action sequences because <laughs> she doesn't like doing them and obviously isn't very good at them. So she always ends up getting, well, not getting killed, but she never manages. What was interesting, she's failed so many of them, but her character never died. You know, when he made this big thing about your character dying if you get it wrong and all that. Yeah, it, oh, does, yeah, it doesn't. That's totally controlled. Like, it, does, it doesn't happen. Uh, but what was interesting, you know, the bit where you meet Mad Jack, you know, in the in the the wherever the yeah. waste ground yeah. well in my game and when i played the demo of it i failed both times and ended up having the big fight with him you know where you have the big <laughs> when i did it for my for, for Kay, for my wife i actually pulled it off you know where you get the drugs and you don't and you just you don't have yeah. to go through all the fight thing you arrested him right yeah. yeah i just arrested him but that was so boring right and i was like really <laughs> so by doing what's you know, for getting it right, you miss out on a massive chunk of action. Yeah. Does that make sense? And you never see him again. Like, you never, like, nope. arresting him never, like, changes anything in the game. It's so... Well, that, that big fight you have him is one of my favourite bits of the game. Yep. But if you... It's very if you actually, exciting. Yeah. But if you play the game right, you never see it. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, well, that, that can't it's be right. It's almost like they made a bad decision when they were trying to decide how to structure Heavy Rain. Yeah, do you understand what I mean, though? Because yeah, and, and it's like Chini, the bit you know, you were saying Chini with the the creepy dude who you end up in the cellar. Yeah, you yeah. didn't do that. You you managed to sneak out of the house without ever doing that bit, didn't you? Yep. You and, were smart. And again, you didn't drink that drink he gave yeah, you. Yeah, but like again, you know when right when you're watching a decent thriller or you watch it or you're reading a really good book, 
it's those scenes that actually give you the excitement and the tension, isn't it? Right. But the fact that Ginny sneaked out without ever doing the, the tied up and the dude's about to saw you up and stuff meant he missed out on one of those really high-tension, exciting scenes of the story. Yeah, it may be that if they want to make sure that people have a tense experience playing the game, that that shouldn't be something you can avoid. Yeah, which is what I thought. Which is fine. Be right, because, I mean, I think here's one of the key questions that I think Tom Bissell mentions this in his book. He's an awesome guy, by the way. He's my best friend. Is he your best friend? (laughs) Yeah, I just got that impression. Right. Um, but no, I mean, he talks about how the game will take control away from you during the cutscene and then give it back to you at a certain point. And I think that's really a key question about when you're making a game is when do you take that control away and when do you give it back? Because that has so much to do with how the story is told and how engrossed we are as players and how the action develops itself and so on and so on. Uh, and I think that's something that a lot of game developers, I think, you know, I think there's a formula that a lot of game developers have and they're like, they'll go a certain way in terms of action. Okay, here's this action. You're going to kill 20 bad guys, and then there will be a cutscene, and then it'll last two minutes. And then you'll kill 30 bad guys, and there'll be another cutscene. And then you'll kill more people, and then there'll be a boss, and then you'll have a cutscene. And I think that games that really want to be taken seriously as as you know worthwhile works, even if they're not going for artistry. They want to be taken seriously as quality stories and worthwhile, memorable experiences. I think they have to really wrestle with that question of when does the player get control and why? And when does the narrative take over and when is the person going to sit back and watch and why? Yeah, no, I sort of agree. I mean, what do you think, Ginny? Don't go to me when you don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> uh, well, it's just that you haven't said very much, so I thought I'd come to you and let you get you I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. <laughs> lol, lol, lol. Um, what do you mean about the whole subject, about yeah. games and all that stuff? Yeah, I think I've, I've, I've said this before. I think and I, I probably I, I don't think I thought of it, but um, games are in the silent movie stage still, you know, yeah. like, of movies. And we, we people... Game developers still don't know what to do. Like we've certain things, like they're, they're still testing the waters, and um, in a way, like it, it, Tom Bissell said that your best mate Duke in the book. You know, Tom Bissell, your oh, best mate. Remember? He knows him. He knows yeah, him. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's your best mate. Yeah. Well, he said like he said that you can't. The people who wrote books and stuff like the people who made the foundations of what books are and what film what you know what films are and stuff some of those are, you can't go back to them and talk to them right you can't they're, they're gone mm-hmm. like that's how old their their um their medium is it's they're, right, done. Right. Like, they're, they're dead yeah. they the just sort of did it and made it up as they went and then it served yeah. as the basis for so much else the people who are like who who made pac-man the people who made you know, even recent games like Portal and you know Limbo, we could we could talk to these people. We can, like, and yeah. we know that they they're making it up as well. Like they they're kind of they like well, this is what I wanted to do. This is this is my idea, and that's the difference. I think like we we we're taking much more notice of how these games are made than what when books were written back in the day. And it, it's yeah. it, it, we're still learning. We're still in the silent movie era of film like when films were made people really didn't know uh what they were doing people didn't know what to expect they didn't know what they were going to be the pictures are moving games we don't we don't know what they're going to turn into yet we have no idea what they're going to be 
Like, you, you, like five years ago, like, like even with the start of the 360 to now, we had no idea that Xbox Live Arcade was going to be what it is. Games like Limbo would not exist if it were not for PlayStation Network and, and Limbo and sorry, and Xbox Live Arcade. I know it's not on the PlayStation Network, but you know, Flower, like one game that you use for an example as art, would probably never exist if we we just did like retail games. You know, these boys, we don't know where it's going. We have no idea. The film industry, 3D, you know, who knows? Like, that, that's kind of like, it's less of a mystery, you know, and it's so controlled. You know, a film is really controlled, and it, 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 like you you just fall into it, and you let it take you wherever it's going to take you. Same with a book. You, you just, it just holds you by the hand, and there you go. Games are not like that. They're totally different, and... It's it's much more of a, a, a uh, it, it's it's so difficult for a developer to to kind of take a stance and and go with it and like they're, they're still learning and we don't know what they're gonna what's gonna happen. I think I think what's interesting there are two constants in all of this, uh, which is films made into games are just terrible, and games made Unless into it's films. Or God, no. <laughs> yeah, or Quantum of Solace. Yeah, and games made into films are terrible. Yeah. So it does make you sort of think, you know, the two should never really meet. <laughs> you know, uh, your best be... mate, your best mate Tom Bissell. Oh, uh, he's so cool. Yeah, he's your best mate. He talks about um, how people compare games and films a lot, which I just did. So I know that's yeah. uh, quite yeah. silly. But when you when you compare, like literally compare them, like this this bit, this character, this story. It falls apart very easily because of how different they are. Like films and, and games are different for the reasons I just said. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the the a film is completely linear. Like, there's nothing else that can happen apart from what what is going to happen. And you, like, the director chooses what you see. Um, but games are totally not like that. You see, I think you know. Although I want to get into spoiler territory, mm. but I think that's what. Red Dead Redemption did so well because you had no control over what happened. Does that make yeah, any sense? Red Dead's a funny... Look, the honour system in Red Dead Redemption is a bit, a bit weird. I don't think they needed an honour system in Red yeah. Dead Redemption. It made no difference, but the other, the other thing with Red Dead... The, the problem with Red Dead is you could still play as an arsehole, but the majority of people, I think, because of the way the character was structured and the way the game was structured, you, you felt... You'd feel... I mean, there will be some players out there who did all oh, yeah. the bad stuff and that's how they played the game, but yeah. I think the vast majority of people played that game as you would have expected to play the game, as the character he was. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think, think that's the thing, is that Rockstar makes the character... I mean, you have some leeway in how the character behaves, but the, the, the essence of that character, I think, is determined by Rockstar. Whereas in Bioware, for the most part, you have a lot of flexibility in terms of whether your person is genuinely a good person or a bad person and what motivates them and all that other stuff. And I think in the case of Red Dead especially, for me, it felt like it was much more of a movie that I was sort of watching it happen, which is fine. Uh, it's just a different kind of game yeah no for sure and i think i think that is a sign of where where games need to be going i mean interestingly enough there was um i came across although it, it actually turns out to be quite old when i had a look at the source of it uh but 15 minute demo of mafia 2 um you know with the developer you know giving commentary on it and and i've got to say it looks really good thank it you really good 
Thank it does look you. Good. Called it. But, but they've got to stop with all this bragging. I hate when people come on to talk about a game and he goes, the experience is completely engrossing and the, the mood <laughs> is so yeah. empowering. Shut up. If you're an artist talking about something you have created, I don't want to hear about the effect that that art has on me, the audience. I should be hearing about what you tried to achieve and then maybe I will see if it does achieve that or not for me. Yeah, the they're, 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 like, they're trying to they're trying to sell it though, and that, I think exactly that's, that's the well. thing is there's so much uh, uh, marketing involved in all of that that it just uh, to, I don't know. I know. mean, but you know, for example, yeah, well, yeah. Sorry. I mean, look, these people immigrated to the United States very recently. One of them just came over from Sicily, right? They all yeah. sound like Rocky Balboa. Oh, maybe we should go over there into that building over there. Wait a minute, I thought you just got here from Italy. What are you talking like that for? Mm. I think the interesting I mean, thing about that, it does look amazing. It does look that, like a really fun game, and yeah, that Thank fifteen you. minutes, that fifteen minutes was from July two thousand and nine, so that's over a year ago. Are you telling me that the voices are going to be significantly different? I don't know whether that, but you know, if it looked that good a year ago, it makes me wonder how good it is now. You know, I'm it, not going to lie. Like I said, it looks really good, but it does look really good but apparently the demo that's coming on August the 10th so we've not got long to wait for the demo Uh, but the demo that's coming is that section of the game apparently by the way just finished Limbo really Uh, oh my god wow (laughs) smashing through the glass now Uh, oh chinny God, what? what's wrong with you? What? Oh my God, that's what it. What's your problem? Whatever, don't be silly. Oh. Do not be silly. If anybody stops, uh, uh, like, you smash through glass. Oh my God. Okay, anyway, just shush, be quiet. Uh, uh, Stu, we need a time. One hour, 20 minutes. <laughs> Well done, sir. Oh, well done. Well done. But interesting when I was talking about Alpha Protocol as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So probably less one other thing I noticed about Mafia Two. First of all, I'm sick of running through the fire missions. It seems like every game has some mission where you got to run through some blazing building, and I'm just nah. It feels like it's a stock thing. Let's put this in a game. Um, but here's what I noticed. When someone's hiding in cover, right, and they're, like, reloading their guns, their arm's sticking out, when they get shot in the arm, why do they go, ah, and, like, stagger out into the open? That seems really stupid. If I got shot in the arm, I'd just pull it right back inside. Because you wouldn't be able to finish him off if you didn't do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's when he goes back to being a game, isn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, know, I, I know. I just think it's silly. It, it does look cool, though. I've got to say, it's, it. it it looks good. It does look. It does Thank look you. like a lot of fun. Yeah. There's no doubt. Did about I not it. say yeah. that this guy was going to be good, and you all went pa? Did yeah. I, did I, I did that happen? You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Again, Chidi calls it brilliant. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's not out just yet, so don't get too excited. I'll call it for the rest don't of the year if you want. <laughs> I'll predict. I'll predict the rest of the year. Halo Reach will be good, but you'll just kind of be like, oh, it's more Halo. Call of Duty will be more Call of Duty. Fallout will be more Fallout. Any more games you want me to uh, predict? Yeah. Uh, Dead Rising Two. Dead Rising 2 will be disappointing. Mm, don't say that. Don't say that. It's mm. going to be good. It's going to be good fun. In um, some areas. <laughs> I, I, I predicted the future. This, Dead Rising 2 will be disappointing in some areas. There you go. So just quickly, just quickly, just to wrap up the our games out. So Anybody you... else want me to predict the future? Yeah, no, we don't want to any more future. No, nobody wants to hear any predictions about nothing. Shush. 
by by the way, by the way, I only thought about this topic because of Limbo made me think of that because I thought Limbo Limbo. was such a a very artistic. Yeah, great. So by the way, that piece about heavy rain proving Ebert right was on Destructoid, not Kotaku. You're right. I'm sorry. Get it straight, man. You're right. It was Destructoid, wasn't it? Kotaku. Uh, Kotaku's on the phone. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, This is Kotaku. We're spreading rumors about Kotaku. <laughs> really yes. borderline yes. racism. Yes. I like. take it back. It was uh, it was definitely destructoid. So. Good. Okay. Goodbye. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think we can start you know looking at games that way. But yeah. I think there is a proviso, and I think the proviso is that there aren't many games that. No. It's hard to defend games as an art form when so many games is shooting people in the face. Yeah. And no, that's, that's cool. I mean, with something like I, th- I think um, the original Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare did it really well. You know, with a couple of the scenes in that game did stop all the shooting stuff. Although the vast majority of the game is just shoot, run, shoot, run, shoot, yeah. run, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, but and that, and that's the truth. There's the a lot of those though. It was the characters in the game. Like they they did certain things with the characters that made you like them and care for them, which I've never experienced in a stupid first person shooter. Like you know. Like a kind of run and gun, let's shoot things. First person shooter. I've never you know, really I cared always, about the people around me, and I did in that game. I've always cared about sort of you know Half Life Two characters for some reason. You know, yeah, I guess. But that, know, I would class that as a as a run and gun stupid shooter though. It's it's a better mature first person adventure game. I know, I know. But yeah, I, I think Half Life Two does a, good, a really good job of that as well. Uh, with Call of Duty 4, though, I totally wasn't expecting it to be that type of game. Like it's, it's like military, war, guns, and a lot of it is like that. But th- there was parts of it that was just, oh, brilliant. Just, ooh. And then they tried the same trick again. And it's like, oh, stop it. Yeah, but that's the trouble, isn't it? Because there's only certain parts of it. It isn't as a whole thing. It's just <laughs> sort of certain elements. I think, I think Fingy, obviously, uh, Drake's Fortune did it really well as well. You know, Uncharted 2. Yeah, I, I, th- yeah, there are good. moments in Uncharted 2 that are like not not. I'm not talking about the action mo- parts. There is one part in particular. I, I, it's not really a spoiler. If you haven't, whatever, you, you should play it. It's not a spoiler though, really. But there's just a there's a bit in a train where he he kind of looks like he's given up, and he looks like it's not referred to. He doesn't say anything. But the impression I got was he looks like a man who would probably you wouldn't mind if he died. Like like something happens and he's like. Oh, I, I can't be asked anymore. Like you know what I mean, and he, he just gets out of it or something. You know, it's it's quite it's, it was quite different. I thought, and I, I thought that, that that's pretty uh, that's pretty bold for a game like Uncharted, and, and a character like Nathan Drake, who's so like bold, confident, and and cocky. And I just thought he would be like that all the time. But there is a part part in that game where he just looks like he's just fed up and he just wants to die. Like, he's just like not happy anymore. He's just yeah, no. because he does get thrown around so much. And I'm like, man, he just, he, he looks like he's a given, he, I, feel, I felt sorry for him. I was like, get up, you know what I mean? I really wanted to get up, but he, he didn't, but he did. Yeah, it's good. It is a, it is a very good game. So there are, now. I still played Uncharted. I don't know. Did you play nope. Uncharted 2? What? Huh. Nope. I've never played either Uncharted. Oh my God. You should play the second one. Forget, yeah, forget the first one ever. Forget the first one ever existed, but play the second one. The first one's okay. good too. The first it one was is... good. It was good, but I think it's it's minuscule. It pales. It pales to the second one, yeah. definitely. But yeah, definitely played it. God, I didn't realize you hadn't played that. I thought you had. Yeah, you Sorry. should. 
Yeah, you, you, I think you'd enjoy that. There's a lot of shooting people in the face as well. So. I do like that. So what's, the, <laughs> so what's the conclusion then? Games can be art then? Is that what we're yeah, saying? Yeah, but we, we're, we're getting there, but we're not but we're, we're not there yet. We're getting there. There you yes. go. And I think in the recent years, like only in the recent years, I mean, you do get exceptions like Ico and Channel Glasses and Mist or whatever, but in the recent years, people have just started. It's, we've got to wait for old people to die. Right, <laughs> uh, and then when they die, uh, and politicians that have no idea about games, when they die, and criti- critics that have no idea about games, when they die, we'll be fine. It's like the comic thing. Comics have been around for so long now; people just grow up with them, right? Yeah. And if, if you're not into comics, I'm not really into comics, right? But I've grown up with so many people that read them that like, oh, they must be an art form because everybody likes them. Well, yeah. and, and also I think there's something to be said for the fact that people who grow up reading comics take it in as sort of a part of the fiber of their being, and then they use that to move on to the next level of storytelling and artistry and create something more worthwhile and substantial. That, I mean, you know, to be fair, Batman is a beautiful character, but the earliest Batman comics that Bob Kane created were really not all that impressive. And it wasn't until, I think, you know, uh, Frank Miller came along and did something really impressive with the art form, and even Alan Moore with the killing joke um that we saw something really you know worthwhile and long lasting standing out about the batman i think i think i think the problem when you you know when we're talking about you know cool movies that you know cool indie movies those sorts of you know because the the vast majority of mainstream movies aren't that cool usually they're just sort of popcorn yeah certainly not that yeah there's not not many there's not many big blockbuster movies that that get praised by critics and no and like the average, it's usually like, the, the the cheaper yeah. sort of indie titles, you know, as in right. Prime, but that only cost seven thousand yeah. dollars to make. And the, Moon, that's right. Moon yeah, was some Moon. Yeah, Moon. there you go. And Moon. But the problem with video games is to get those, <laughs> those don't get made very much. Those aren't, but because, but the reason because whatever game you make costs a lot of money. You know, whether yeah, it's yeah. a small game, and and that's why I think we're going to see the you know more arty games in the, in the indie games or in the arcade game, yeah. you know, like Limbo, you know, and yeah. we're still decay, I think, yeah, and decay. I think those sorts of games are still going to be few and far between, and I think mainstream titles we're not going to see it very yeah. often. Uh, it, yeah, and it, and Tom Bissell talks about touring the uh, Bioware yeah. HQ. Yeah. <laughs> just shut the hell up about Thomas. No, I, yeah, no, I want to hear what you say. No, I, I love him. Is that your best friend? Yeah. No, 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 I know, I know. I'm get, it's getting tiresome. I mean, you know, Tom Bissell said, well, Tom Bissell, you know, Tom Bissell. Have you no opinions uh, of your own? No. Um, but, you know, he was talking about when he was touring the BioWare uh, HQ, and he talks to them, and, like, a lot of them were writers before they started working for the company. So writing is something they take very seriously, and it seems like a lot of other software companies don't do that. No, they don't because they do. They do whatever's cheapest, don't they? I was gonna say, right? When you, when you, if you want to argue that like movies are an art form, right? Which I'm sure people did back in the day. Um, yeah. Now, in 2010, you have such a a larger catalogue of movies to yeah. go back to and go, look, that one and that one and that one and that one. They're, they're years apart. We, the gaming industry has been it's been around since like the 70s and stuff, but really, like you you know. Ninety percent of it is has been. They are games. They are literally computer games um, yeah. with minimal story. We're just getting there. As I say, look, once we have a massive catalogue of games to go back to, people use Ico, and it's quite an old game now. But people mm-hmm. point to it a lot because it, like that was the one that we can use, and we'll have yeah. more of those. You know, we'll just have more. We just have to wait until until everybody dies. 
Yeah, and the uh, the other problem is, like I say, it's, it's hard for publishers to back the money, you know, put the money into something like yeah, that when yeah. they don't know whether it's going to be successful or not, and they know that shooting, killing games just sell, don't they? They just sell. Yeah. You put you put like the call of honor, right, and guns and army, and it's going to do all right, you know, or monsters and zombies. And, yeah, we'll sell. Like blockbuster movies, you know, you make explosions and you're fine, you're done. I think the other, the, the, the final point I'll make is with with voice acting in games, and that's the other problem we've got because, yeah, yeah on, the, on the whole, it's pretty poor in general. And when you go to watch a movie, you tend to either pick your favourite directors, you know, because you, you sort of like the, the films you've made before, or you, pick, you go to watch one because it's got your favourite actors in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. you it's don't uh, you, you don't, don't get do identity, with yeah, with um, no. games. You don't get any, and the, the closest thing that we do get, I the reason why I quite like people like Cliffy B is because people know who Cliffy B is. Yeah, and he's a, he's a guy who gets games. He, he plays games. He gets them. He understands them. He's quite funny. He's a clever guy, uh, and people bash on him because he's quite cocky. And you know, I, I think we need more people like Cliffy B, like Tim Schafer. We need the, these people to to be public figures and like, you know, like make them not, you know, rock star them up a little bit. You know what I mean? Just like make them a little bit more credible and recognisable. We need them. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Right. Mm-hmm. Moving on time. Uh, okay. <laughs> we we have got uh, some emails. Believe it or not. Got some Whoa. Email. I know. Community mailbag. Okay, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> it's not as nice as that. I, I feel like I'm on the wrong show. It's very odd. Um, now then. Good evening, anyway. gals, girls, and guildies. Anyway, <laughs> that is the wrong show. Oh, you just sent me a message on Xbox Live. I forgot about it. You know when someone sends you a message on Live, and you go, I'll read that in a bit, and you never do, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. No, I always read it right away. I don't know what you're talking about. Especially because yeah. I got one of them keyboards. That thing's awesome. I don't know oh, why I waited so long to get one of those. Yeah, they're excellent. Chat pad. Yes. Chat pads are ace. Do you I, leave yours on all the time? Yeah, I've never said. You know, it's weird. I took it off and there was a big line around it because <laughs> it had been on so long. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, that's... anyway, emails. We have got emails. Yes, emails. Email. Um, yeah, email. Dave Dog. Dave Dog. He uh, has a local video game shop, and they were the third. I think he said the third place in the country to get a Sony Move for a demo to sort of see it in action. So he sent us. Quite a big email, just giving us his thoughts on Sony Move, so and what, yeah, and how he how he found it. So here you go. Are you ready? It's quite a big yeah. one. So settle back, get a biscuit and a cup of tea. Biscuits. <laughs> yeah, biscuit and a cup of tea. Here we go. Cookie. So he says, "Evening all. Uh, evening all. Right. Evening all. Right. Good evening. There you go. Thank you for that. Um, after getting my hands on Sony's motion controller Move last week." and being one of the first peeps outside of Sony to do so. I wondered if some of the listeners to the show, who are non-forum readers, contributors, why not, would like to hear my thoughts on it. So here we go. Uh, To start with, I would like to say that the overall impression is that it works very well. Uh, Part of the tracking seems very accurate, and you had not only to move the controller, but in most cases you could vary the amount of force that you moved it with. To start with, we were shown a demo of a series of party games for younger peeps, uh, this involved painting and swatting bugs, and just to show how he kept up, the gents swung the move round on the lanyard in fast circles, and the image on the screen kept pace quite happily. Baby, 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 baby. You remember that Simpsons when Homer's swinging the guitar? Huh? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's brilliant. Baby, baby. Anyway. Anyway, 
Uh, we also <laughs> saw a demo of burn knuckle fighting, uh, in which again showed the motion controls off to work very well. In the case of judging depth, uh, several of us, several of us pointed out that we had issues regarding the pricing of the move, and it was said that because it was an expensive piece of kit, that it would be easier to buy in smaller lumps rather than one big one. Uh, the session was then nicely rounded off with a round of Tiger Woods 11, as the support is already in place for the controller, and I found I had a nasty habit of hooking the ball, uh, something rotten. Four of us took turns playing a hole each over 18 holes, and a fine afternoon's fun was had by all. Uh, finally, I have to say that while it works very well and was very impressive, uh, the thing that sticks in my mind is the price. And whilst for a single person this may not be an immediate issue, there is the case of someone who likes to play local two-player co-op for table tennis. Well, that's another £35 if you decide to pay for a nav controller instead of using a standard controller. Uh, one-handed, that's £25. And, well, you get the idea. Connect might be £130, but that is going to be it for the full and the full game in the price. And you're not going to need anything else. That's all you're going to pay. On a subject change, speaking of stew, the other night he asked me if I thought it was time that games were treated in the same way as books or films, or TV, and art. I think, ultimately, that it's up to the developers and publishers. If developers were to consistently put out quality products, and be allowed to do so, and maybe even the publishers kept an overseeing eye to make sure things were on track, then things might get to that point. But while some publishers just want to create franchises, which in turn milk the consumer, and some developers seem to have no consistent idea of quality, I think games will always be seen as a vulgar end of entertainment market. One last word on the subject. I remember some years ago, there was a London tube station where when you got on the escalator, you interrupted a photoelectric cell and a line of LEDs would follow you up or down the escalator on the ceiling. And this was hailed as art. If this is the case, surely each game of the Geometry Wars is a work of art and therefore surely Red Dead or Dead Space or Res has to be. Well, all for now, folks. Keep up the good work. Dave Dog. So there you go. So there you go. So what do you think? Move. Hey, thank you, Dave. So what do you think? Move. What do you reckon no. then? No. Yeah. You see, I'm still not interested. Nope. You know. No. And it's like but said, that, you know, look, it, it sounds like it works great, and that's great. And you know, I was very skeptical about the Wii before it came out, but I don't know. I'm not. Uh, well, what was interesting, you know, you know, he was talking. He was talking to me about it the other night. You know, the burn knuckle fighting game. You had yeah, to yeah. use two of the move controllers to play it. So yeah, yeah. two with a ball on the top. Uh-huh. So if you were playing two play, you'd have to have four of them to play local co-op. Brilliant. You know, to fight each other. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, for that price, you might as well just re- actually fight each other. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you should. It's I cheaper. Mean, you should. Like, you know, just punch each other in the face. Like, if you got that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why not? This game is great. <laughs> oh. You know what? You, know, uh, you might as well just... Put each other in the face. Uh, the next, the next email we've got off simply Fred. So, mm. so they, uh, this one's for you, Chini. Do you want to read this one out? Yeah, I'll read this. Out. This one. Let me just. Uh, uh, subject email for you. And it says, "Jama fool?" Question mark. Question mark. So thanks, Fred. Yeah, thank you for that. That's very kind yeah. of you. There you go. Uh, yeah, next one. <laughs> yeah, the next one. Okay, uh, this is a rather long email, so here we go. Dear Veteran Gamers, uh, this is a rather long email since I have many questions for you guys. Uh, first off, for Duke, what do you think about the numerous problems in Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer? So there you go. 
Go. What problems? What are you talking about? There's no problems. It's uh, beautiful flawless. and perfect, and everything works wonderful. Flawless. There you go. Okay, I'll tell you what. Even well, he, he's he's disagreeing with you here. He's disagreeing. He says, whenever I play that game online, I always run into people either one man army, uh, danger close noob tubing, or people running around aimlessly commando knifing me. I've so. never experienced people cheating. <laughs> got, like, not, not cheating, but exposed. No, 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 hang on a second. Hang on a second. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Those aren't things that. Those aren't cheating. No, but it's those are specific ways of playing the games yeah. that uh, you just have to figure out ways to counter it. The way I've learned to counter noob tubing is to start noob tubing. Uh, no, I mean, look, the way I've dealt with all of those things is by uh, staying in one spot. I mean, look, if people are noob tubing, then you camp somewhere where they can't reach you with the noob tube. Um, if people are running around stabbing, then I tend to run around stabbing. I mean, it's sad to say, but it's it's sort of a, a matter of, again, like I said before, about how it's kind of like a chess game. You play your opponent. You figure out how they're playing, and you do what you can to counteract it. It's not perfect, but whatever. What, what, what I've seen Duke play, what he usually does is scream at them. Like when the game's finished, <laughs> That's just go, you're an idiot. Um, no, I killed I, that guy. What the hell? What I do to get around like, people noob tubing and doing cheap things is, play another game because uh, to, to be honest I can't be bothered with Modern Warfare 2 at the moment like, it's just phew. and then he also says somehow being able to lunge 20 feet and knife me <laughs> so yeah, they, yeah well that's because they had the tactical knife and they got the commando and everything it, it is I mean they, it's like it's, you're teleporting yeah, how, do, how do you deal with BS like this so there you go you've already said that so that's fine yeah. uh, I constantly just... rage quit and turn off my Xbox there, there you go uh, what do you think it's of not this? For everybody. What do you think of this and the non-support from Infinity War to patch any of these problems? So well, it's... I don't know that I necessarily not... say it's a problem. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's in the game. Like that's 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 like that's available to you. If you if you like want to do that, you could do it. You just have to unlock it. So that's yeah. not. Yeah, you know, like you could do, like when anybody says, "Oh, Juggernaut in Call of Duty 4," like, "Oh, Juggernaut is yeah. so cheap. No one should use." Right. You have Juggernaut. You can use it if you want. There's nothing right. stopping you from using it. And it's like no and one I mean, else should like use camping. it. Like, no, that's like, not, oh, that's it's not camping. The rule. Yeah, yeah the, like camp. Oh, people like, camp. Yeah. I don't. It, it, dude, it's a legitimate way to play the game. I don't. I don't hear people come. I mean, you know, really? I understand it's frustrating. Yeah, it's it can annoying. be annoying. It is really annoying, yeah. but. That, but it's annoying the... on different maps, and it's annoying in different ways, and I don't know. Okay, say... okay, okay. Some people I do don't personally this. have a big problem with it. Some people okay. do say this, but you would never... I mean, it's just as ludicrous as saying you can't use that weapon. You can only use this weapon. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Like, yeah. you, or, like, the weapons are there for you to unlock and play. Um, yes. Yeah, so, sorry. I don't think they're ever going to patch that. But they do patch the game. Then again. Okay, here we go, here we go. He has got more. There is more. Okay. Uh, there are loads of other problems in the game, and Infinity Ward do nothing about it. Okay. Next, what are your thoughts on Battlefield Bad Company 2? I've recently switched to it after getting constantly BS'd in Modern Warfare 2, and I've had a really great time. I want to know what you guys think. There you go. What do you think? Um, I, uh, yeah, I like Battlefield Bad Company 2, and I think the the... It's very difficult to compare Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer to the Bad Company 2 multiplayer because they're very different. But Bad Company feels like more of a co-op um, mm-hmm. multiplayer. And Bad Company is really dependent on playing with people you know. Yeah, and and for that I like it a lot. I think it's um, I think it's it's different enough um, 
And it's yeah, in some ways it is more enjoyable, but I think Modern Warfare. I think the reason why people like it is the immediacy of it. It's it's very quick and and satisfying. Whereas Bad Company Two is is a little bit. It's it's not slow, but it's definitely slower. And um, a, a lot of people probably uh, put it off uh, and went back to Modern Warfare Two because of the pace of it. Um, yeah, but I, I like Battlefield Bad Company Two. I think that's a great way of dealing with it, it, it just play Bad Company 2, because that might be more suited to you, because it's it's, 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 more, it's difficult to cheat in, well not cheat, but expose kind of like flaws in some of the perks, I guess, in mm-hmm. Bad Company 2, it's, it's very, just kind of look and skill, uh, yeah, I, but I feel bad, it's, it's a great game, I enjoyed it, I don't play it anymore, but I, I loved it when I was playing it. You know, I used to play I used to play Battlefield 2 Modern Combat the way that I now play Modern Warfare 2. And and I think if the teams on Bad Company 2 were bigger and they got rid of the squads, I would play it all the time because it is the same kind of you know, fun, you jump in, whatever type of thing, but the squads make it so constrictive and you're, you're so isolated. And I think that playing Modern Warfare 2, for one of the reasons I like it is because even though most of the people are idiots, it, it, in some ways it is nice to just sort of drop in, have a quick game, and then, you know, be able to leave and get a little more rank up and stuff. There you go. And um, finally, thirdly, what are your thoughts on Halo Reach? I'm really excited. Seeing all the new features coming to the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that excited, but, you know, I, I really liked Halo 3 ODST, so I can't see any reason why I won't end up playing it, to be honest. So there you go, but I'm not... I'm I not, just never got into Halo. Yeah, I'm not overly excited, but I, I'll probably play it for definite. And I know you, you're quite looking forward to it, aren't you, Ginny? Yeah. I like Halo. I, I, I do enjoy Halo, but I don't think this is going to blow me away or anything. No. I, I think it's going it's, to... It's, we play. I've played the beta and stuff, and we've seen new things, and they are changing it up a lot. But it still feels like Halo. I still feel like I'm not going to experience anything different from playing. Like you know, when you first play Call of Duty Four multiplayer, and you're like, "Whoa, this is completely different. I've never played this before." Same thing I had when I played my Halo Two. I was like, "I've never played this before. This is unique, different, and it was cool." I don't think I'm going to get that with Halo Reach. We, I'm sure it's going to be good. I'll play the single-player co-op. I love uh, Halo for co-op. I'll play the multiplayer to give it a blast. But, yeah, I, I'm not... I'm not... I I'm, won't I'm, I'm pick it up at midnight or anything crazy like that. And there you go. And then he says, lastly, uh, can I add you guys to my friends list? That would be so cool. So with a... One, yeah, it's a lot two, of O's. Six, six O's. Yes. Oh. My friends list may be full, but if it is, just send me a message and I'll clear yeah, some out. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll look for someone who hasn't been on for 30 days plus. That's why. Yeah, I'll do that yeah. now. I'll, I'll see who hasn't been on for 30 days. Yeah. Um, Ballet Bunny. So there you go. Get rid, of, <laughs> get rid of that one. That's like my girlfriend, so I can't, I can't <laughs> do that. Um, and then he finished off. You guys are awesome, and I hope Peter Molyneux will be making more appearances on the Veteran Gamers. PP uh, Monkey Farts, Alan Gamertag, Tangy Tango. Use. I'm gonna try and add him now. I, I haven't got room, but I'll, I'll delete someone I don't like. Duke. Yeah, delete Duke. He'll not be bothered. Yeah, Tangy Tango Juice. So, there you go. Alan, thank you. I Ever like so everybody much. on my friends list. This is hard. I don't know. I know. Is. I've got I've got a hundred on mine as well. More space on our friends list. We demand it now. It is difficult. So I delete Good my buddy. brother. My brothers. I see him all the time. My brother. He's all right. 
You, you see, you missed out because somebody took me off, and but within a day, someone else had sent me a friend request. So you know, it was hard, hard McCore. So there you go. He's on my friends list now. Um, Iceman Marshall, my best, my best yeah, friend. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. My best, like, like I've known him since yeah, I get, get my him, best man. friend in the world. Shall I just delete him? Shall I just get rid of him? Uh, anyway, that uh, that is the emails. Uh, we do need to take a quick break, and then we'll do... Who's that? Yeah, get Who's rid of Dutch. Break time. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we have got some music, and then when we come back, we're going to do the year that was 2002. So oh yeah, baby. All right, uh, this is another one from Overclock Remix. It's uh, a remix of the Moon Patrol song. If people remember that awesome game, and it starts out with some cool sounds from classic arcade environments. So here we go.
Oh yeah. There you go, lad. That was good. Well, I've added. Yeah. Um, I've added our last email. Uh, I mean, that music, tango that, juice. That music reminded me like of some cheap '80s movie montage music kind of thing. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I like ding, that. Ding, ding, it was ding, good. Ding, ding. Uh, look, so Tangy Tango Juice, I've just added you, and I, let's 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 just bitch about him, right? Let's just uh, right. So he doesn't finish any games. What's the matter with you? Right? Does he not? No. Ooh. First of all, right, he's going to be listening to the show. He's like, oh crap. You know, like looking in a photo album when your girlfriend's around. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> right. So um, yeah, I mean, he's just finished Fort Mercer on Red Dead Redemption. Sort that out. He's only just done that. Uh, Assassin's Creed, he finished that. That's the the only game I saw that he's... Assassin's Creed 2. He hasn't finished Halo 3. He hasn't finished Halo 3 ODST. He hasn't finished Bad Company 1. He's only, He played a lot of the multiplayer, though. He hasn't finished Fallout 3. He hasn't finished Halo Wars. He hasn't finished Left 4 Dead, Gears of War. It, it, Dash of Destruction, which is a free game with just free 200 uh, gamer score. He hasn't finished that, all right? He hasn't finished Bad Company 2. Or Modern Warfare 2. What's going on? Tangy? I, I think he needs to send us another email explaining himself, doesn't Why he? Why have we not finished any of these games? Yeah, we, we need another like, email. It looks like he plays a lot of multiplayer. Um, but finish Red Dead Redemption. Come on. Jesus. Finish yeah, it. Come on. <laughs> come anyway, on. Anyway. Anyway. Check it next week, Juice. Oh, it's on. It's All on. Right? It's on, and it's if on. you haven't if you haven't got one of the storyline achievements by next week, I'm on. I'm going to be on your ass. Yeah, on your ass. See, you've asked uh, for that. Asked yeah. for that. Okay, the year that was 2002. Right. 2002. Where were people in 2002? Uh, 2002. Uh, what were they doing? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember. That seems a long I time. I was working at a bookstore and not teaching. Were you? Because I didn't get a proper teaching job until 2003. So, I mean, I did one year teaching in Florida before I moved to Wisconsin. But then when I got here, I had to do some non-teaching jobs while I got certified because there was what different you, certification. What did you move to Wisconsin? Because um, I was sick of not knowing anybody in Florida anymore, and a bunch of my friends had moved up here. And then as soon as I moved up here, a bunch of them moved away. Bastards. Try to then tell I you something. Well, then I met this cool woman, and we started hanging out. And, so, you know. so right. So you've been teaching for what eight years, and seven years, eight years. Yep, eight years. So, what did you do? You know, up until you were thirty-six, then. What? <laughs> well, you mean well? You oh, don't. Do you think I am? Yes, hilarious joke. Thank you. <laughs> People would have got it, you know, that he was insinuating they were older than they really were. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> so what were you doing prior to being a teacher then? I was working at a bookstore. And that's what you did from leaving school then? Sort of. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I worked in a couple of bookstores. And I mean, I got a you know master's degree in education, so mm. it took a couple of years. There you go. You see, I thought you'd have been teaching, you know, since you qualified sort of thing from... You know. Well, I didn't qualify until I got the master's degree because the school I went to for undergrad didn't have an education department, so I had to go and do more school after that. So when did you when did you qualify then to be? How old were you? Qualified in two thousand, and that's so when I did how my old first how old were you? How old? I was twenty four. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, fair enough. Anyway, okay. Two thousand and two. What was yes. I doing? Oh, what was what I doing, Chidi? Oh, I was doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> What were you Nobody doing? Nobody cares. Who cares? I was learning to drive in 2002. There you go. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, talk about feeling old. Yeah. Passed, passed it on my first go. Piece of piss. 
Um, took me exactly one year, and I passed the day after my 18th birthday. Piece of piss. Like my brother, right? Bless him. He's ginger. I've mentioned that. He um. He, he took him five times, and he was so worried, and he just about scraped the fifth time. And I was like, I'm going to uh, fix this, because I don't really get nervous. And I'm like, ah, whatever. And, I failed my driver's test the first time I took it. I was so upset. Loser. Yeah, yep. Anyway, 2002, there were some games came out in that year. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. One, one little bit of news before we go through the games. Okay. On March the 22nd in 2002... Uh, the Sims overtook Myst as the all-time best-selling computer game, having sold <laughs> 6. 6.3 million units. So there you go. So there you go. Uh, but that makes you it sad. It's sad, that, doesn't it? Whatever. It's not. I mean, I don't know if I would say Myst is a or uh, The Sims is a bad game. It's just not nearly as good as Myst. There you go. But it overtook it up to that point. Missed it being the biggest selling computer game. I bought I time. bought The Sims probably before I was seventeen, but I bought The Sims. I enjoyed. You the know film. why that happened? Because it, The Sims appeals to teenage girls, and Miss does not. There you go. Sam, I'm a teenage and teenagers girl. have more disposable income than adults do. There you go. Anyway, anyway, games. So what games yes. came out in this computer? Uh, this year. Game. What games? Uh, the first notable one, I suppose, is Jet Set Radio Future. I have no idea what that is. Um, but it, no, this got a lot. This had a, quite a, a big. People love Jet Set Radio. It did. It, it, it was sort of a. It was a follow up to Jet Set, the original Jet Set Radio, which came out on the Dreamcast. Um, and basically, it was sort of you were just a, a group of teenage skaters um, who go around. Sort of doing missions and stuff, I believe. Is that right? It's like a normal day for you, then, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it had a Chiba Motto song on yeah. the soundtrack. And they do, like, tags and stuff like that. Don't they do graffiti and... All Is it extreme? Uh, yeah, I think it was sort of... It was, like, based around, like, an oppressed society in Tokyo where the police controlled everything and they were, like, the rebels. Dude! But it had a really cool soundtrack to it, a lot of really cool music on it and stuff. Oh, with Chiba Motto, how can you go wrong? There you go. So there you go. So that's first note. And that was Feb the 22nd. Uh, yeah, next one. Uh, I'll just run through these and you say you know them, don't know them, want to talk about them. Don't. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, March 4th. Totally don't know it. Oh, Skater 3. Oh, skating games, they're all gone. We don't have any. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, March 26th, Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast. Uh, I never played that. Uh, March first, yeah, March first, first Dungeon Siege. I've heard of this. I don't know a lot, a lot about it. Though. Does anyone know a lot about this? Dungeon nope. Siege. I've definitely heard about it. Uh, there you go. I'm assuming it was some sort of. Let's have a look. Well, the gameplay was a mixture of pause and go tactical management and point and click action. From yeah. what I hear. There you go. From what you hear. So there you go. Right. Uh, Resident Evil remake for the GameCube. Resident Evil remake for the GameCube. Hmm. Did you play this, Ginny? What? The Resident Evil remake on the GameCube? No. No, it was meant to be okay. No, I, I, was watching, I was watching videos of Resident Evil 1 because, you know, your best friend, what's his name, Duke? Yeah, what is his uh, name? Tom Bissell. Oh, yeah. I was reading that book oh, today. Yeah. What's, that, what, what's that book's name? Uh, Extra Lives, Why Video Games Matter. Right. I was... Tom Bissell, right? And, I, I was, and he talks about Resident Evil. And I was like, let me just yeah. remind myself how bad Resident Evil looks again. Uh, so <laughs> I, I watched the whole start of the game and like all the uh-huh. dialogue and stuff. 
here's a lock pick. You, the master of all lock picking, would find it useful. <laughs> um, I decided to watch all that again, and uh, yeah, I, but it's really interesting the way he describes his experience with Resident Evil. It's very funny. I've got to yeah. say, they did a good job of updating the graphics and everything on on the on the remaking when you yeah. look at some of the screenshots. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and the dialogue as well, the dialogue and the dialogue. So it was it was all overdone. It was all. It's funny. It's brilliant. Huh, okay, there's, there's blood here. I'll okay. investigate this for about ten minutes. It's blood. <laughs> it's just blood. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Uh, May the 2nd, The Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. Never played it, but I have to love it, because without it, there would be no Oblivion. Uh, yeah, and there would be no Fallout 3. So there you go. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I played this. I played this quite a bit on the Xbox, the Xbox version of this. It's uh-huh. it's okay, but it's very clunky compared to Oblivion. You you, you feel, it feels old. It does yeah. feel old. Uh, but I didn't mind it. It had a good atmosphere, and that's what I quite liked about it. You know, when you were walking around the cities at night, it, there were all, like, candles on the walls, and, you know, it, it felt cool to wander around. They had this really weird fast travel system where you had to ride these weird creatures, but you didn't actually... You, you showed you getting on it, and then it would cut to the place you were arriving at. And that's you had fine. to pay. But you had to pay to fast travel as well, so you had to use gold. Was it expensive? Uh, I remember it taking there was something like ten gold pieces to go to the next city or something like that. It was, but it had Morrowind. Had a, it was something like twice the size of the Oblivion world space, wasn't it? it yeah, was, it was huge. It was absolutely giant because he got bigger and bigger and then went smaller again, didn't he? And yeah. Morrowind was massive, wasn't it? Um, but it was a cool. It was it was quite cool, but yeah, it wasn't amazing. It was definitely harder. I found it a lot harder to get into than I did with Oblivion. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, have you played this, Ginny? Well, you won't have. You don't like these games, do you? Nope. You don't like these sorts of swords and sorcery. Okay. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2. Next. Anyone? No? Bothered? No. Uh, Final Fantasy 11. Who's next? Final Fantasy? No? Anyone? Okay. Soldier of Fortune 2, Double Helix. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this loads because Ginny loved this, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Soldier of Fortune 2. That was like well, one of the big... You awake there? Wake Hello? Up. Hello? I'm reading... I'm reading. Sorry, I'm reading. Um, not the Stop not, Bissell, not Tom Bissell. Not Tom Bissell. Um, <laughs> oh, he's so cool. Yeah, he's the best friend of it. No, I was yeah. I was reading about stuff. Uh, yeah, Soldier Fortune Two was like a big PC game for me. A lot of people say like you know Quake Arena, whatever. Um, but I, I Soldier Fortune Two was I, I got into the, I got so far into that game that I was like playing modded maps and. You know, like I knew all the weapons, I knew all the nooks and crannies. I never, I never, ever played the single player, ever. I did. I finished. It. I nearly finished. It. I, I don't think I quite finished. It. I nearly finished it. It was, it was quite cool. The single player. It was a mixture yeah, of I, stealthy I didn't even and think shooting. about it. I didn't even, th- I didn't even know it had one. I was like, what? Yeah, it's good. It was good. It was good. The single player. It was, t- it was a tough game to play. Though it was hard. It wasn't easy to play. Mm. But it was good. It was good. Um, House of the Dead Three. House of the Dead Three. Anyone? Anyone? That was in the yeah, arcade. No, no, sorry. I don't okay, uh, Neverwinter Nights. I, I love this game. I never played it, but I mean, you know, it was, it was Bioware. Bio, man, it's Bioware. Yay, Bioware. I, you know, if I could, I don't know, to come out for the Mac, should I try to get it? It's good. It's good. Neverwinter Nights. It's good. It's a good little game. It's 2003 yeah, on the Mac. Yeah, I could probably play that. I'm going to find this and play it on the Mac. It's good. It's, it's a massive game, and people are still playing. Like I said, my friend, he's been playing that for, well, eight years. And he's, he's sort of got some stupid character online and plays with his clan, and yeah, it's all... Oh, I'm going to tell him you called his character stupid. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you get in trouble. Whatever. And he, but do you know what? He's a proper, you know, I'm a bit of a, obviously I am a geek nerd. But he just throws all these stats at me. I talk about Never Winter Nights and he goes, oh yeah, I've got a level such and such and he's got this in this and this in this and this in this and he's proper like, okay then. So there you go. Okay. So Never Winter Nights, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, none of that. Warcraft 3, you don't know what that is. Medi- medieval, Total War. Real-time strategy uh, YouTube, some description. Nope. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube. Never played it. Anyone? Anyone? No? Anyone? Nope. Nope. Uh, Super Monkey nope. Ball 2? Nope. Nope. I don't know if that's <laughs> the one I've played uh, anybody, or not. Did any of us play games in this year? I don't, I don't know. know. I think we did. Apparently uh, not. <laughs> SOCOM, US Navy. Yes! Oh, there we go. <laughs> I played that game a lot. Did you? Oh, wait, no. SOCOM 2 is the one I played a lot. All right. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the same game. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Mafia, the City of Lost Heaven. Yay! Was that the first Mafia uh, game? Then? Or not? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mafia, yeah. 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 I, I wanted to like so. it. I just didn't care. They, 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 I felt like problem... it was so clunky. and there's, mm. a, there's a problem with this game. One of the missions in the single player was so difficult that no one got past it. And then I never played it again. But I only recently learned that um, they patched it like about a month later. I didn't know what a patch was then, back then. But they patched that mission um, because no one, everyone complained. So they made it easier. But I never played it again because that mission was so difficult. Yeah, I mean, there's it's a, yeah, it's a racing mission. I couldn't. There was do it, a but... there was a mission like that in The Witcher. You know, the original Witcher on the PC, where people couldn't get past it. It was so difficult, and they patched that to make it so people could to get beyond that part of the game. Yeah, yeah it's interesting when that happens. Okay, uh, got, but... the, the console version of Mafia, by the way, awful, awful. There you go. Uh, September the tenth, Battlefield nineteen forty two. Battlefield nineteen forty two. Never played it. But no, I mean, again, like thank God for it because there would no, have been no have. modern combat. No, you played. It. You have played it. You have played it. Well, I played 1943. Yeah, which is basically 1942 maps. Right. So you've sort of yes. played. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it was one of the most loved uh, multiplayer games on the PC, wasn't it? Really. So cool. Yeah. I remember uh, looking at it, thinking, "Oh, I could. I wish I could play that on my PC." Yeah. Well, it won't work on your PC. Not back then. No. No, that was always the case, wasn't it? You know, because you looked at these cool games and only people who could spend like three thousand pounds on a PC could play. I remember looking at it and I was like, "Man, I'd love to play that, but it's not going to happen." Because I never, I never really have a gaming PC. I just play old PC games. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, next one. This this game makes me sad. I, I always get upset when I think about this game, uh, which is Animal Crossing uh, on the GameCube. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. No, I didn't really pay attention to the GameCube. I had a GameCube. I didn't. didn't yeah. really... But we played. We both played the the DS version, didn't? I we? did. Yeah, but we like at the GameCube. Like I was. I don't know. It's, it's when you're 17, right? You don't. I don't know. Like I don't really pay attention to like games. Like you, you've got other things on your mind, like growing up and women. And uh, I don't know. I, I just kind of went to the shop now and again and picked up a GameCube game or something. I never really like paid attention to the games coming out. Uh, so yeah, but like, Animal Crossing, I never knew it existed until the DS version, and I was like, oh, what's this? So, yeah, but it was basically the same game anyway. It was identical. Yeah, yeah. So all three of them are the same game. They are. 
They are, and and it upsets me because obviously, as you as you know, and anyone who who didn't listen to any earlier shows, uh, I played this for six months solid with my daughter. <sighs> yes, and she deleted the save, so we lost everything. <laughs> I was really sad. I was really upset about it. Six months of my life, I'll never get back. Yeah. Spending yeah. spending hours. Planting. Don't worry, you, that game never ends, so it's probably done you a favour. Your daughter's but, done you a favour. But, but, right, we were just about to get a new upstairs room in the house as it happened. We just got <laughs> to pay off the mortgage and extend again, and we never saw the upstairs room. In fact, if I remember rightly, right, we'd actually paid it, got him to do it, and then she deleted the save before we ever saw it. Yeah, it's very sad. Okay, moving on. September September the 17th, Kingdom Hearts on the PS2, which is mm-hmm. Final Fantasy with Disney characters, I believe. Yes. People love this game. I mean, did, did you not? I know people love this game. I got students who are like wet in the bed about it. I'm just like, whatever. No? Not your thing? Uh, not my thing at all. Well, you don't really like JRPGs anyway. You just pretend. You <laughs> um, I just think it would be too weird to have Goofy along for a game, you know? Well, people love this game. What about you, Chini? Did you ever play this or see anyone? No. Play? Yeah, you no, don't like Japanese games full stop. Okay. Uh, September the 23rd, Sly Cooper and the Phoebus Raccoonus. Any oh, yeah, Sly Cooper. What are you talking about? Yeah, they're doing a Sly collection, aren't they? That's coming out soon. Oh, boy. Yeah, they're doing that for the PS3, I believe. All the Sly games are coming in one big package. There you go. Okay. Uh, Tekken 4. Tekken 4? No? Anyone? No? No. no. I'd never liked Tekken. Never. Never liked it. I think it's boring. Eh, it's yeah, an okay big... fighting game. I mean, it wasn't bad or grid. It was just, it was what it was. You're just a big Street Fighter fanboy, though, aren't you, really? Yeah. Really. Oh, I love me some Street Fighter. I know yep. that about that. Uh, no One Lives Forever 2, A Spy in Harm's Way. Never even no heard of it. Oh, it's by Monolith. Oh! <gasps> Maybe. They made yeah, but it's also Sierra. Yeah, Sierra. yeah. It's kind of a weak, uh... and they made Condemned. It won several several awards, including Game of the Year from GameSpy. Also received a oh, nomination just Excellence in Writing Game Developers Choice Award. Uh, well, I guess it's Game of the Year then. Oh wait, it was Game of the Year. Yeah, yeah there you go. Maybe it's good. Obviously good. Yeah. Monolith made good games. Time Splitters 2. Time Splitters 2. <laughs> that might be spit at my mint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time Splitters 2. I never played it. I never played any of the Time Splitters. No, they're yeah. great. You they should totally really play great. it. They're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Man. great games. I played Time Splitters 2. I, I, I didn't really get into it that much. I played three more. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I remember enjoying it. It, it. it reminded me a lot of Golden Lion stuff, but not quite as good. Um, they were good games, time splitter games. Really good. Which one was the one yeah. that you did? Was this one you could play in co op? Which one was the one where you could play in co op? You could play in co op in two and three. Was it two? But I played it. was the first co op game I ever played. Um, mm. And played it through with a mate, split screen. Sure, it was two and three. I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Really a lot of fun. We like time splitters. Good. Time splitters, good. Um, yeah. Uh, what have we got? Grand Theft Auto Vice City. What about that? What about that? Bit of Grand Theft Auto. Wait a minute, didn't you skip one? Oh yeah, Hello? Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Dark Alliance. Not yeah. Baldur's it's, it's different. This is the yeah, console only one. Yeah, yeah. It was free. Is that good? Top down, 
action-based, a lot like Diablo. It was a good game. Give it its due, man. Okay. Baldur's Gate. Okay. Alkaline. That's right. There you go. Sorry yeah. about that. I apologize. Okay, I forgive you. I apologize. Um, yeah, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City. What do you think? What do you think of this? What? I never played it. Well, Chinny did. I know he played yeah, it. Yeah, Chinny. Talk about uh, yeah. Vice City. Vice City. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Are you on this podcast? You're keeping you up doing? things. Sorry, I'm looking at YouTube videos with no one this forward to. <laughs> um, <laughs> the graphics are really good. All right, uh, yeah, Voice City, brilliant. Yeah, I remember freaking out because you could uh, you could fly helicopters. I was like, no way, and motorbikes, which was unheard of. In well, you could three. fly a motorbike. No, yeah, you could fly them, but it was uh, <laughs> no. Nah. It, it's it's wow. so silly now. It's so silly now, isn't it? When you go, oh, you can fly helicopters and ride motorbikes, and you couldn't do that in three, yeah. and you're like, whoa. Three was right. old, um, <laughs> but a lot of people regard Voice City as probably one of the best old school GTA's, purely because it's just so much more fun than the, like the the whole Miami Voice uh, style of it. Just I don't know, it resonates with people. People seem to like it a lot, and I, I can see that. And there's a bit of that in Gay Tony, you know. There's there's a bit of that. Um, it's just the lifestyle. I think it's like the whole nightclub. Uh, Carlito's way, Scarface influence that people really like. Um, yeah, I, I think it was because San Andreas they went too big with it. They went too much, um, and this was the one where they just did it enough. They give you enough. They give, it was two islands. They just give you enough, and it was a lot of fun. So yeah, I played Vice City. It was great. There you go. Uh, November the fourth, Ratchet and Clank. It's the old uh, yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, platformer. What a great game! Have you played any of the newer ones? You haven't, have you? Yeah, I have the one of the ones on the PS3. It's good. I just for some reason, I, other Very games good. came along and swept really me away. Good. I know. I mean, they've got a really definite formula. Like they really haven't changed the formula since the first game. You know, you go to like four or five worlds, and then you fight in an arena, and then you fight through three or four more worlds, and then you go do a spaceship mission. And you know, it's just fun. It's cute. It's funny. Like it really makes me lull. And uh, it's it's got it keeps things fresh. It keeps adding new gadgets and gizmos and things. And it's uh... it always it always makes me laugh that you know Insomniac Games make this and then Resistance Fall of Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just weird. Can I just They're explain versatile. the the scene that I'm watching on No One Lives Forever Two? Can I explain this? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Right. Okay, so what happens is this really intimidating guy. Can I ask you a question? Why are you watching that while we're recording the podcast? Because I'm interested, and this is this is very interesting. What I'm going to tell you now, because we had no idea what this game was, right? Yeah. This so you, the enemies are like clowns. They look like clowns, right? Right. Like, like full makeup and everything, and it looks like it's in like some kind of French town. And there's a big guy in a massive black leather coat with a scarf over his face. He looks really intimidating with two of his sidekicks, and then somebody accidentally pulls the coat off him, and it's a little guy on a unicycle. Right inside, and then you have to chase this guy on a little tiny pedal bike. So you're on the back of this <laughs> pedal bike while somebody else is riding it. It's ridiculous. Um, this is probably what this is probably what we'll game of the year because it's just so bizarre. It just seems just like a really weird. So it sounds a bit tongue in cheek and a bit sort yeah, of yeah. It totally is. Like it's like I mean it's like a Scooby Doo moment when like he's you know it's big. <laughs> you know when some like you see in a, a sitcom or something where like some. Or a cartoon where, you know, two little people are in a big coat. 
It's like that, but the little person is a <laughs> unicycle, and it's ridiculous. Monolith make great games, though. It's very straight. I never, never would have thought that. There you go. See, you've learned something tonight. There you go. go. That was worth talking about, right? It was. It was. (laughs) It's funny. Okay. Okay. Gonna give me a hard time about watching YouTube videos. No. Ha ha. He's a bear on a trampoline. Ha ha ha. That's. Wouldn't you you love to play that now? On keyboard cat. Wouldn't you love to play that now on the console? Not that terrible though. They're not. Not, well, 2003, we're getting quite good. Graphics yeah. on the PC were good. Awful at all. Yeah. I could totally see that being a really good game, like, you know, impressive for back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil O was also released on the GameCube that year. Oh, snap. Oh. Did you play this? Resident Evil Zero. No, it was... Um, no, I never played that. I, I'm, I'm not a big Resident Evil fan, to be honest. Like, I watched more than I played of the earlier Resident Evils. But well, this was like a prequel, wasn't it, to the original? Yeah, one. yeah, it was on the GameCube. And as I say, like, I watched my brother play one and two and three. I, I never really got into what, playing them, um, mainly because my brother's selfish. Um, but like, I, I just, I don't know. I never really. I got scared when I played Resident Evil. I couldn't. I couldn't. Play it cause I didn't. No, it's because I didn't like not. <laughs> uh, yeah, the camera angles, right? I'm Resident yeah, Evil. Yeah. You can't see the zombies. That really bothered me. And I was like, I, I can't see him. It's <laughs> stupid. Like, in real life, I'd be able to see him. Um, I didn't like playing those. There you yeah. go. Um, yeah, this this presumably is one for Murphy. Mac Assault. Mac Assault is into his Mac games, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know whether this was one of them, it's but, you weird know. robot fetish, that man. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> it was well received, though. He got a rating of nine on GameSpot and... Yeah, it was a good game, apparently. Yeah. So I'm sure he played this. You'll have to ask him. Yeah. Ask him, did he play Max Assault? Uh, Metroid Prime on the GameCube. Came out mm. November 15th. Yep, yeah, played that. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell on the Xbox, November 18th. Yep, played that. That was good. That was good. You like yep. that? Oh, yeah. in love. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, Mortal Kombat Deadly Elite. <laughs> Sorry, I've been dying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for like 20 minutes. I love that. I, I, love, the idea. I love the idea of you just like looking down and thinking, what can I play? What I know. I play? Just <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll stop. God, it's such um, an iconic song, you know? Like, it's it's so stupid. That movie was so dumb. Uh, the worst part about it, oh, my God. Sonya Blade, hardcore badass. She kicks everybody's butt. She takes nothing from nobody. End of the movie, winds up in a little skimpy mini skirt, chained to the wall. Help me. I can't do Oh, my God. Oh, God, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, and the last one, December the 13th, another game in December. Uh, the Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. There you go. On, in Japan, that was GameCube. Did that? Did that come out in the Never West? Or not? I'm, pro- I'm guessing it probably came out in Japan first. Yeah, maybe that was it. Wind Waker. Do you play this? Released it. Yes, December 13, 2002, in Japan. North America, March 24th of 2003, and the EU, May 2nd of 2003. There you go. There you go. There you go. So that was all the games. That was all the games. So it was a good year again, wasn't it? You can gradually see this increase of games every year, can't you? Sort of decent titles. So yeah, I thought I'd just do a quick rundown to finish off the top grossing video games of 2002. So Yes. Number so, 10. 
Number 10, Super Mario Sunshine. Never played it, don't know, move on. Move on? What, what do you mean? Never played it? That's a great game, apparently. It's got okay, Mario. I'll take your word for it. Mario never played it. What do you expect? I thought you only wanted to know about things that I played. Yeah, whatever. Uh, number 9, <laughs> Halo Combat Evolved. Never played it, never heard of it. Uh, which came out the year before. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, number 8. Brilliant game. Excellent. There you go. Uh, number 7, Spider-Man the Movie. Yes. Fantastic. A game, game based on the movie. We all know that movie time games are brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they sold well, even if they were crap. Uh, number six, Medal of Honor Frontline. Medal of Honor Frontline. Play this? No? No? Uh, no number no, five. Never heard of it. No, number five, Gran Turismo 3, A-Spec. A-Spec. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah, I played that. There you go. Number four, Super Mario Advance 2. So it's another game with Mario. Yeah, that's like Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. I'll play the hell out of that. There you go. There you go. Game Boy Advance. That was on. Uh, number three, Madden NFL 2003. When did they st- when did they start making Madden games? Yeah, about 1962, I think. Yeah. Um, and number two, Grand Theft Auto 3, which incidentally came out in October 2001, and it was the biggest. For the record, sorry, yeah. go ahead. And it was the second biggest selling game of 2002. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the first Madden game was in 1988. There you go. Jeez, I was joking. Yes. Well, not so much, oh. nearly. And the number one, have we got a drum roll, please? Number one. <laughs> was, of course, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> so as controversial as these games were, they sold by the bucket load. So there you go. Mm. So, yeah. Cha-ching! Yeah, Rockstar Games were very happy that year. Because they sold yes, other games. They were. And that was the year. That was 2002. So there you go. That was the year that was. There you go. I like, I like that little impromptu. Yes, good stuff. So, I like that. Okay, shout out time. Shout out. So shout outs. My shout outs are trifold. Number one, Hard McCore uh, sent me a friend request. He's new to the forums, and he sent me a friend request and said, What's up? And he also said that I should check out this person or group on YouTube and the Internet. It's called Cassette Boy. They got some funny stuff online. They did one that was a, a mashup of Quantum of Solace and uh, uh, Casino Royale that made James Bond look like a drunk dude and, like, using up all his money and stuff. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, Quanrian also sent me a movie recommendation. I don't remember what the movie was, but I will maybe check it out. I don't know, after that Robo Geisha thing. You know what's funny? I had a friend over. uh, We had some friends over for a game night the other day and uh, before we left on holiday. And and this one guy who lives near us, he he reads all the most crazy horror books you can get your hands on. Any crazy movie you've ever seen, like got horror. He knew Frankenhooker, all this stuff. Like he watches all that stuff. So I was like, hey, I finally got one for you. It's this movie. And the guy stabs the woman with the chicken, the fried shrimp, and it, and he goes, "Oh, Robo Geisha." I was like, "What the hell do you know that?" So that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. And I'd also like to give a shout out to the Overseas Connection because it's a wonderful, amazing, magnificent podcast. Are you happy now, Skullduggar? Would you get off our back begging for shout outs on the forums? Leave me alone. Hey, and Ginny. I don't stop. I don't think I've heard know. one one quarter of uh, the OC connection is fantastic. Um, Are you talking about uh, CPM? Yeah, no, CPM. Murphy, he, Murphy's he's, he's my new best he friend. Oh, you have Tom Bissell on the show? He's he's, yeah. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll shout out uh, Murphy's Law, just because 
you know, whatever. Um, I'll share it. Friends. Simon Di because he's just tweeted me about something. What's he? I don't know what why he's included me in that tweet. I have no idea what he's talking about. Um, who else? Who else should I shout out? Uh, the Doctor, because I'm going to be seeing them tomorrow. Uh, I Doctor Who. You mean not Doctor ah. Who? But um, hopefully, I've got. Oh, my, I don't like my Doctors. It's, it's scary. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I haven't got many shout outs this week. Sorry. There you go. That that was it. That's it. That was it. Well, I'd I'd like to uh, shout out Limbo for being such a great uh, little arcade gamer, and say to other developers, make games like that because that's cool. That's a cool game. So make more games like that. Um, I'll also shout out new members. We have we've got some new members on the forums. We're doing well. We're up to forty six now. Uh, one of one of which I actually banned after their first post. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, get out of here, you spamming ass. Yeah, game on. First post. Put a link to stocks and shares on some site somewhere. Yeah. Good grief. There you go. What so he was gone. Banned. Anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have got some new members. We have got uh, uh, Major Chavez. Major Chavez. He's not new. He's, he's, he's an ancient dude. Well, he's he's new towards the bottom. I, I can't remember whether I shouted right. him out last week or not. So we'll shout well, he's out new, He's new to the veteran gamers, but he's been yeah. on yeah. the gate. For, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So we've got him, and we've also got uh, Soup Dragon Dan. Soup yeah. Dragon Dan. Uh, which, who lives in Bolton. I didn't realise he lived in Bolton, so I'm assuming he sounds probably a lot broader than me, I would think. Because he sounds proper broad than Bolton way. So there you go. That was yeah. a terrible Bolton accent. That it was, was it was awful. right. That's what they sound like. Oh, no. Oh, no, it was I, right. no. Oh, I come from Bolton. <laughs> Bolton? What are yeah. you saying, man? Hey, Bolton. <laughs> Not Bolton, it's Bolton. Sarah Cox, Vernon Kay, and Peter Kay is what you've got to say. Yeah, Luke. yeah. Yeah, all right, how are you? Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, and we've got Best Dutch. Best Dutch has joined up and said hello. So they... Yay. And Mark Annix has posted it a couple of times now and introduced himself on the site. So, Very so shout-outs to all of you. Oh, and I have got one big shout-out to uh, that other podcast called The Overseas. Uh, is it Overseas? Overseas. Over sneeze, I think. Oh, yeah, that's it, that's it. The Overseas Connection. There you go. <laughs> go and listen to it. It's cool, sort of. And it's got... In fact, all the podcasts at VGHub.net uh, are awesome. But in, particular, check that out. in particular, don't forget the Overseas Connection, that, that, that show, that one. Yeah, and the Gamesman and uh, 30 Seconds, the background music thing. Yeah, background music on. Yeah. And the overseas connection. There you go. He's, he's definitely hey, what was that doctor you were talking about, Shinny? Yeah, what was that doctor? Doctor Who. All right, now, done. you see, I prefer the original one. You don't like Orbital? What the hell is wrong with it? Yeah, I want the. You need to one. step off with your whack behind. Yeah, whatever. Have you not got? The, have you not got the uh, the KLF version? What were they called? The Time Lords, Doctor in the Tardis. Uh, I've never heard of them. Yeah, look at that Time Lords, Doctor in the Tardis. Who is? Wait a minute. Who? The, what's the name of this band? The Time Lords, and the the track was Doctor in the Tardis. 
Dutch and Natalis. No, but the, the other band that you mentioned. Oh, KLF. KLF, they're cool. Oh, I love KLF. <laughs> they're great, yeah. Oh, they were real. But yeah, they, I messed they, it up. I didn't get that K in. Whatever. They, they wrote a book on how to make a successful single. And it's they proved true, it. They did. And they proved it by doing Doctor in the TARDIS. Yes. The Time Lords. So there you go. They were good. Have you not got that? I was waiting for it to come up. I don't have it. I don't. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did and the best I could. On that, yeah. on that, on that useless note, <laughs> we, you've got all those clips and you haven't got the one we need. Um, I know, right? I know. On that um, useless note, we need to get the hell out of here because this show has gone on yes. way too long. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Jamal Pool. I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Just switch off the television set and go and do something less boring instead. Sit in my home, watch TV, turn it on, smoke good to me.